Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here's your host, Noah. <laughs> I was waiting for I was waiting for the thumbs up. Here we go. It's how we season it episode 132. This time we're tackling Daredevil season three. Once was a Netflix series, now is a Disney Plus series. Uh it was it was gone for a little while, but now it's back. Um I I, I watched it again on uh, Disney Plus. Uh definitely enjoyed oh, really? that. The only thing it 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 uh, I enjoyed it a little bit more on Netflix because you can run it at uh, the the different speeds uh, on your phone. So <laughs> oh. if you're trying to catch back up on these, you can get them a little bit faster. Although I will say, this is one that I didn't feel like I needed to run at a faster speed. Uh, I, I enjoyed this one a lot. So um, nice. really good. Uh, this yeah. was also the last of the Daredevil series uh, on Netflix. Um, they they canceled everything, or everything was in the process of getting canceled from Netflix when this was all going down. Um, Daredevil was canceled, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Um, Punisher and uh, Jessica Jones had not been canceled at this point, but uh, that was because they still had a season three coming or a season two for Punisher and a season three for Jessica Jones coming out right after this. And so they uh, didn't get canceled, but soon did. And it's funny listening to some podcasts uh, that were back from the time, like when this first came out, they were all talking about this and the speculations as to why and what was going on and this and that. And a lot of people were like, oh, Netflix didn't want to pay Disney or, you know, they're uh, just they, they were bad ratings and stuff. And and I'm glad what really came out was, is that Disney wanted the property back. Yeah. So, th so that they can that they can continue it on. And it wasn't just that, hey, people aren't liking this. People aren't living this. Uh, you know, let's let's get it back on Disney and get it back with the rest of, of Marvel. And uh, and and that's what it really turned out to be. And so I, I'm super happy about that. Um as as Steve said earlier, I'm I am Noah. I'm one of the main co-hosts co on this. With me, as always, is my main man Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hello, everyone. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Always, we always have to have you. It's not a, it's not a podcast without you. It's just me talking into the ether. Uh, no one would know how to record it. That's true. <laughs> if, if if Steve wasn't here recording it, this would just be me talking to my uh, laptop, and no one yeah. would know what happened. How I hear <laughs> it in my brain, yeah. <laughs> uh, with us is because this is an MCU, not just because it's MCU, but they're always here with us on the MCU. Is uh, Bo? Say hi, Bo. Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, don't forget to download, rate, and review. Nice. It's <laughs> not why we do it, but you know, it'd be nice to get some. Yeah. I, I would love it. Yeah, you know it's funny. Um, uh, I, I probably haven't heard it yet because it, it somehow is hasn't hit the regular airways. But the latest episode of uh, Hero Movie Podcast, uh, I wrote in and uh, we got a, a little plug from them just because I gave them an email with a plug and they they gave us a plug to go out and check out our latest episode of The Big Lebowski. So hopefully. Uh, <laughs> Once it gets out into the regular, it's on the Patreon, but it has some reason it hasn't gone to regular post, which is odd. Um, so uh, once that's out, uh, and I recommend checking out Hero Movie Podcast. Those guys are, are, are brilliant. Uh, one of the best podcasts out there. Um, one of the things they were talking about is uh, 
on one of their latest episodes, it's about being a dirty baby, which means uh, it's kind of like a dollar store version of something. They were talking, to, they did an anime, and it was like the dirty babies of Voltron. And I was telling mm-hmm. them that, you know, it's, if we could be the dirty babies for a hero movie podcast, I'd be just fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the dollar store version. Uh, also with us uh, on our MCU and some others, too, is Nina. Say hi, Nina. Hey, how are y'all? Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm doing awesome. I, I went against my rules and I started drinking early, so that's uh, not that's I, not a, that's not a rule of yours. That's, that's not a rule. That's, that's nobody, a, I I I think you have to because some of these drinks are I don't say they're time sensitive, but like oh. if you have like a bunch of ice in your drink, like some of these, mine. Yeah. I, I mean, if I would have let not the drink I'm drinking right now, it's up, but the other drink is on ice and it's sitting in the fridge, not mixed yet because like all the ingredients are there because. Like I didn't want to let it sit there and get watered warm. down and yeah. warm, watered down, whatever, and all that. So yeah, I think, I think if that's a rule, that's a terrible rule, Noah. It's not a rule for you guys. <laughs> it's a rule for me. I usually don't take a drink of mine, uh, my mixed drink for the 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 show until I talk about it. Uh, this time I actually made a whiskey sour to uh, get me ready for this show. Is all uh, I was saying. So. Nice. I, I, uh, uh, although I did taste the one I normally don't taste, but uh, that was uh, because I was I was talking with my wife about it because she wanted to taste. With that, uh, we here at Hero Mo- or no, Hero Mo podcast here at How We Season, we like to I know right. Uh, we like to uh, enjoy our whiskey co- sour. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I told you I've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> we like to pair a cocktail or a drink to whatever it is we're watching this week. And this week is Daredevil. And uh, I know we got some great ones out there. So uh, I'm going to throw this right out to Bo first since uh, he's got one in the fridge and one, one uh-huh. ready to go. I have three going. Yeah. So I did <laughs> I did a drink called the Red Devil. Um, it is I – mean, Kelly looked at the ingredients and she said, uh, that looks like a Long Island iced tea. I'm like, pretty – pretty fucking close it's uh <laughs> it's an ounce and a half let's see i gotta i gotta pull this up i, I thought i could remember it but there's no way uh, <laughs> too many too many yeah too many too many it's an ounce and a half of vodka an ounce and a half of peach schnapps an ounce and a half of southern comfort an ounce and a half of gin two ounces of triple sec two <laughs> ounces of orange juice and grenadine for color mine didn't say grenadine for color i just put enough in to make it red it yeah. actually reminds me of um, it. I'm actually drinking it. Originally, the, the picture I sent has a Pat O'Brien's hurricane glass because um, mm. I thought it was on the rocks. But then after I read it and found out it was up, I switched it to a Pat O'Brien's uh, mint julep glass. So um, it's just a tall, it's basically a Pilsner glass. And there's still some up in the fridge. Like <laughs> there is, that's, that's why lot. I sent that. That's why I sent that meme. Yeah, uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's the. No, did you did everybody say it? I'll, I'll yeah. explain yes. it for the fans. Obviously, visual not a very great visual media, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's the scene from Wedding Crashers, which is uh, it's it's uh, Luke. Is it Luke Wilson? Owen Wilson? I always mix that up. Owen. Owen. Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah. It's Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn when they're going to the Irish wedding. It's like yeah. Uh, Sean O'Shea and and Timmy O'Toole, <laughs> yeah. we're going to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, so, it's an Irish yeah, so, wedding. Yep, that's so. That's <laughs> this one. The second drink I did, I, 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 and we'll get into this. I think Foggy, um, he's he's definitely one of my favorite characters. I know he's a minor character, and it doesn't really, it doesn't really uh, uh, fit into the whole like 
the whole thing, but um, he's he's definitely been one of my favorite characters. I think he progresses a bit on this um, episode. I think he really develops himself. I don't I don't know how he if he makes it into any of the upcoming stuff or you know I, I guess he does. I mean I, I don't know to what degree he's going to be involved. I guess moving forward is what I'm saying. But I I took a drink. There's a drink called a London Fog. Mm. I changed it to a New York Foggy. And it's um, an ounce and three quarters, which I don't know where they get that from, but an ounce and three quarters of bourbon. And then it's um, a half an ounce of, of Sambuca. So, um, oh, okay. yeah, so it's, it's, a, it originally, the original recipe calls for gin because it was a London fog. So I, I oh. modified the London fog recipe makes sense. And then, uh, so there's that. And then the last thing I did, I've been doing the beer, finding a beer and it, I found it really difficult to find. I thought it was going to be super easy. Couldn't <laughs> find anything fog related. Couldn't find anything devil related. I couldn't find anything really? like it was, I, I thought it was going to be much easier to, to track something down that would fit, fit the theme of some way, nothing lion related. Like I just, I couldn't yeah. really find, I mean, you would have thought like, Oh, no problem. You know? Uh, but it was a lot, a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. So, um, I went with a beer. It's, um, Umbork brewery it's a french brewery and the the beer name is maudite i am mispronouncing that i should have had kelly come down she's a french miner in college um, <laughs> m-a-u-d-i-t-e uh and maudite in french means cursed damned and wretched so oh. it's basically so Ooh. yeah so that's that's kind of the devil tie-in that's yeah, yeah, yeah. the nice. best i the best i could do but uh <laughs> so, so i have that up there and and you know, I, I didn't, uh, I'll, I'll, full disclosure, um, I didn't get a ton of sleep last night. I don't know if it was the Christmas excitement of this being the last series we have to do for the podcast. <laughs> like, if it was just sort of like, I can't wait to wake up tomorrow so we can be almost ready to do this podcast so we can nice. just go into the movies, or if it was just normal couldn't sleep. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Christmas excitement. Yeah, for sure. That sounds awesome. That's good. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, for for pronunciation, if if you can't get it, uh, you don't look at me for help because uh, I'm I'm <laughs> usually waiting for you to. I like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm it's looking actually, at you. Yeah, I just looked up a site. It's actually Modi, like Modi, okay. or something like that. So um, that's that's how it's pronounced. M, like basically M O U D I with nice. a little. Yeah. I would have thought uh, you're you're local to Stone Brewery and stuff like that. They usually they have like that devil emblem. I thought they would have. It's had more some. of a demon, so everything oh, okay. is kind of more demon centric. And I, I I thought about that. Like that was that was one of the ones I considered. Um, there's there's a bunch that have like like the under like underworld tones like that kind oh, of a thing yeah, or whatever. Right. I was kind of looking more devil centric. So I I, I like I yeah. like what you picked though. That that sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. All right, Nina, I'm going to I'm going to go with you cuz you're uh, right across from Bo on my screen here. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a a very quick one. Um and I made a super small version because <laughs> I suspected this would taste horrible and it did. <laughs> So I uh, did not make any more. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is called a crazy nun, and it's a, it's a shot. And I think this is um, I think this is the kind of shot you take when you want to get effed up, but you don't want to enjoy it too much. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, in a shot glass, it's like doing it on a dare kind of a drink, right? Yeah, kind yeah. of. <laughs> yes. 
This is Who called hasn't anyway. Done that? Uh, it's called there's a there's a couple different drinks that are that are nuns. There's like a white nun and <clears throat> which is nice, but probably more for winter. And there's one called a hot nun, which has a bunch of ingredients I didn't want to purchase. Gotcha. So this one's called a crazy nun, and it's in a shot glass. You can buy an equal amounts of tequila. Which okay, and yeah. <laughs> and a set, yeah, which is bad. <laughs> anyway, tequila. It's... I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of tequila when it's not mixed with a bunch of uh, fruit juice. Gotcha. So this was awful. <laughs> this I, is uh, awful. Um... <laughs> no, uh, I cannot what, recommend this ahead. drink, but it it does fit in thematically. So did you say a hail mary before you shot it? You know, there you I go. should have. I should have. <laughs> and a couple right. after. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let me let me ask you this um, about about that um, Anaset. Did you have Anaset by chance, or did you? I did. I no, I didn't. I went. I got like a little airline bottle of. Yeah. And it was. This probably didn't help it any, but I it was a ninety nine cent airline bottle. Oh, that's what I for a, liqueurs. A, that's what I always get. Yeah, it's a, and it's a brand I, it's a brand I never heard of. So you know. Well, me too. Like the peach <laughs> that I got is some brand I never heard of. I'll, I'll full yeah. disclosure, like no, yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, but uh, Anisette's kind of in the Sambuca Uzo uh, Anis, you know, Anis liqueur. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind it. of a licorice -y. Black licorice. I was, was going to say, it doesn't in. sound tasty at all. Uh, here's just I mean, that, here's that, the absinthe is the same, you know? That, yeah. Yeah. That, but I'm, that was I'm, my go-to. Go ahead, Nina. Sorry. I was going to say, um, it's used a lot in pastry, in Italian pastries. We have a lot of Italian uh, bakeries Pitzels. around here. I was going to say. Pitzels. Pitzels, uh, Pitzels I love. I may yeah. end up using this in some kind of cake or something at some point. But, um, yeah, Pitzels, it's really nice. Uh, yeah. You don't use a lot of it. So. Right. Do you guys know what Patels are? No. So oh, they're like it's a, a, it's a really thin cookie. It's like really so it's like they make it like in, a, kind like of a like a crisp, waffle iron. It's like a crisp crepe almost. Oh, okay. gotcha. But it's, it's a little it, thicker. Like you kind wafer. of make it. Yeah, you make yeah. it a waffle iron kind of a thing. It's a well, very it's specialized a, it's kind a, of. It's, it's a, a very pizza. specialized kind yeah, of waffle yeah. iron. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like so it's got like thick pieces and like a waffle. It's got thick sections and then very skinny sections. And the thin sections are almost. They're all host, right? <laughs> Except for the skinny sections part. But um, <laughs> the uh, the skinny, the thin sections are like almost see-through. Like yeah. when you get really good ones, they're like they're nice. like almost like you could they're, almost read the newspaper. They're very, they're very, very delicate and really yeah. crispy, and they're super tasty. And they're delicious. They're delicious, <laughs> and and you have to be careful with them because if if there's any humidity at all, they start to uh, yeah. to get soft. But when they're when they're crisp and fresh, they're, they're can't delicious. Them. They're yeah. delicious. Um, that sounds really good. Now yeah. I want a yeah. cookie. And then <laughs> Anisette, right? And then for Anisette, yeah, Kelly broke some out last night. That was a mistake. We, <laughs> but anyway, uh, like Walker shortbread cookies. Anyway, oh, the best. An Anisette was my my freshman year of college. I did a lot of uh, drinking experimentation. Let's call it <laughs> um, trying a bunch of like just different things. Just different things, like stuff I never tried before. I had a big, like, Southern Comfort kick in, in college. Oh, and, I, I and, remember and, this and, now. And then I used to drink <laughs> Anisette. I used to drink Anisette a lot. Uh, Anisette was one of my favorite kind of, like, drinks I would drink. And I, I've gotten sick on it a couple times. And it's one of those It's Who one of those, It's one of those liquors that it, it's not so terrible coming back up. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. That made me try to think of any that I could I'm like, what if I got sick on that I didn't mind? And I can't think of any, but uh no, that's that's a good that's a good thing to know. Yeah. Uh, especially in college. If you ever if you ever plan on getting sick again, tell your daughter, Steve. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. My my oldest is learning that one uh for sure. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> that there is nothing weirder than being your parent taking care of your drunk child at a concert. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we we had to do that uh at a country summer. Uh, literally, one of her friends texted her and she said, uh, "Yeah, your daughter's over here uh, throwing up. You want to come get her?" And I was like, oh, "No, nah, not you really." Wanna, you want to come get her? No, put her in an Uber. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. We, we were all at the same concert. We were at. Uh, oh, country, I got you. We were all at Country Summer. Okay. Uh, they were across the thing at the the porta potties. I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll come get her in." So me and her mom uh, took care of her while she was uh, uh, yeah. recovering. It was it was kind Which of. Which daughter? Who was it? This is Sierra. Okay. The That's oldest. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Sierra. Uh, I, I, I'm glad you're uh, living your best life and uh, doing all That's the right. shit I used to do too. And it's you'll hear funny. you'll hear at the end of the podcast with her. Uh, yes. With her. What, yeah, is that, exactly. what is that mean comment? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah she's, By the she's, way, you got the. Go ahead, Steve or Noah. I was gonna say she's joined us for all of our our beer or a lot of our beer yeah. uh, pairings and stuff like that, which is yeah. awesome. So the sound is the sound is dialed on that, Steve. The, the since I mentioned it before. It's what? remember I mentioned it was it was uh, low. It was quiet. So oh, I, the last I, I tried time... to bring it up. Yeah, okay. You okay. did. You did. It's good now. So, nice. Well done. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, that brings us to you, Steve. What do you got for us to drink today? All right. Well, after all this talk about uh, disgusting things that we want to throw up, let's see if I can uh, <laughs> change change that on on its on its end and and get get a good one out here. Um, so. Well, well, first off, I, I will mention to our audience that uh, we do throw spoilers out when we talk about this. Oh, for sure, for sure. My, my drink will uh, uh, reveal a, a big spoiler of this of this season. I thought one of the highlights of the season was Charlie's relationship with Sister Maggie, um, which, spoiler, turns out to be Daredevil's mother. And um, so I did a little exploration in, in the Bible. There are references to Lucifer, Lucifer being the son of Dawn. Um, and in Roman mythology... Uh, Dawn is represented by Aurora. So I found a drink called Aurora, which I thought was kind of uh, a nice wow. a, a nice way of, of honoring uh, Sister Maggie. And I liked the ingredients. I thought they kind of fit in. It was um, one part gin. I had a rose gin, which I thought was uh, uh, fitting because it, it brings about kind of the, the, the red red color. The, the rosary. Also, also even uh, Fisk in the end, when he uh, gets married, he's uh, given the red rose uh, to wear by by Vanessa. So I thought that was nice. Um, half part um, Calvados, which is a, an apple brandy. And right. I had some of that, which, and I liked that because uh, we're talking, um, you know, uh, apples being in the garden of eden the temptation and there's ah. so, again there's so much uh, so much they're also uh, in new york the yeah, big i was going to say that too oh that's, there you go well i that's I where this, i went i thought this one really it kind of explored uh the more religious aspects too and, and it's always been kind of a nice uh thing that, to explore with a, a character that's based on the devil you know daredevil yeah, yeah. so um so uh it also has a dash of grenadine and you mix that on ice. Um, I it called for a lemon twist or a lemon uh, peel kind of uh, garnish, but I t I changed that into a, a red apple um, garnish, which I uh, 
kind of curled up. And I also added a few dashes of uh, red wine just to kind of, again, bloody it up a little bit in honor of, of Fisk. <laughs> so it's a, it's an Aurora. I thought it was, uh, I'm kind of excited, although I have a feeling it's going to be a little bitter, but I'm still. Is, is that red wine, the, the, the blood of Christ? Is that, is that what that was exactly, for? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Nice. Well, there's a few things, you know, there's that, the, there's the blood of Christ. There's the, the, the blood spatter we see on the painting, uh, that, that Vanessa points out after, there is. after the, you know, and, uh, you know, and, that, and I want to say this, right. When you take a drink, there's all that blood that he, you know, knocks out of his, uh, sinuses when he uses the, the petty pot into his, his nose and gets his powers <laughs> back. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio also told a story, uh, about when it was the scene when, um, when the person is killed at the table and there's blood that's, um, kind of oozing at the table when this is when he oh. he has gathered all the all the the, the kind of the heads oh. of the other other people yeah yeah and, and he was talking about how they you know the, his wardrobe and this these this silk white suit that he wore which was really um um not a cheap suit he said he said after they were done with the scene he got up and they found uh, a red mark on his pants turned out that there was a flicker of of blood that hit the you know that that kind of soiled the um, or not, you know, the fake blood from the from the yeah, yeah, uh, from yeah. the from the scene, but that that had come underneath the table and stained wow. his pants. Oh. So uh, anyway, so maybe it's in honor of that instead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny you bring that up. I, I I noticed that suit and I was like, okay, does he have several of those suits, or does he just have one and just doesn't really change his clothes? Because he they wore showed, that suit. Which, didn't they show the the lineup of all the suits? You know, isn't there? I think th you might be right. You might be right. I just remember though that 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 white suit is comic accurate, and that is like that is kingpin from the comics. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it's funny. The reason he has a white suit, just just comic based, if people don't know, it is easier to do a white colored uh, garment than it is any other color. And so that was one of the reasons they gave him a white suit was because it made him stand out, and it was less inking for anybody to do they basically oh just gosh. have to do the interesting outline. so well, that oh, makes wow. sense because because the way they always drew him yeah was like you know even bigger than life yeah bigger yeah. than life like he would <laughs> yeah. take up a whole page so yeah, yeah i can see that but i just thought it was great i mean uh kingpin uh and um vincent d'onofrio is probably one of not job, only Noah. <laughs> I've been working on it. Uh, they've been working. Or, or, he's uh, he is probably one of the best D or uh, Marvel uh, villains out there, movie included. Right? I would say he's definitely top five of of all the villains in this. And I would agree. Of, he is almost yep. almost one of the most comic accurate. Also, which is hard to do with a character like Kingpin because he has such an iconic look. Yeah, I will I, say this. You're talking about comic accurate. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, and by the way, we got through all the drinks. Noah, no, Noah drinking. still has his, but he's been drinking. So if it, if we wait a little bit, it's no, up. no. I, I, I was just I was bringing stuff up. I want, I, we'll get there. Okay, uh, but uh, as far as the comic accurate part, comic accurate part. I mean, man, this thing's hitting me pretty quick. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, the, the comic accurate part of it, it's uh, it's it's interesting because the the. The Deadpool and I think Deadpool and X-Men do a better yeah. job of kind of being comic accurate than, um, in my opinion, the regular Avengers, Marvel, you know, the Marvel MCU, like the stuff we're doing. I think I think just because it's they, they take some some sort of freedoms and some leeway with um, 
kind of the comicness of it. And I think they do. I know this is part of the MCU, but I think they do it. They, like they definitely do a good job with with Fisk. But I think like Deadpool for sure. Like the way they do Juggernaut, I think Juggernaut is like a yeah. very, in my opinion, very comic accurate. I think uh, for sure, for sure, uh, uh, Colossus is very. Oh, I right, think he, right. they do a great job with him, comic accurate. Obviously, the people with no faces, like Spider Man's very comic accurate, Deadpool's very comic accurate, but that's not yeah. like hard, right? Right. It's right. like you just have to get a suit that covers their face. But, but I think I think uh, this, yeah. For I mean, just just to to that point, I think they do. Yeah. This is maybe the best comic accurate character. He's, uh, he's definitely one of them in I the mean, whole MCU. We we can start off with Iron Man too, and, and Tony Stark well, and, and RDJ looks like like he's right off the comic pages too i mean also true but then again that goes to me that goes to the spider-man part right yeah because that's the like it covers his whole body but to a well, degree no, tony, I mean, stark I mean, tony stark too tony stark tony stark too yeah yeah okay. i was gonna say okay. they both they both nail it at certain points and then sometimes it's kind of like not so much but you know what uh i i think this is one that was was so good and it made it so good and then the, and then the fact that the way they have him portrayed and and his attitude and stuff you were like, yeah, I kind of know who Kingpin is uh, from these these shows. I, I think that even beyond the comic portrayal, um, the they from a filmmaking standpoint, they accentuated his characters more so than I've seen other villains accentuated by the actual way they photograph it. There's there's the whole sequence when he's sitting in on on um, the 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 Bullseye's character. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Dex, Dex, Dex's Dex, character when he's, when he's uh, when he's growing up, and you always see um, you always see uh, Fisk in the background, kind of listening in. And I thought it was remarkable how they told that story, kind of with him floating around. Now I think they've done this on on other series. I never watched watched the series Dexter, but I but I heard people reference <laughs> that as something that you know was was similar. But but I thought it was a really good way of showing how he read the files rather than just showing him read the files and doing some flashbacks they put him in there and see his reaction and and play that out so just just something maybe you don't get in the comics but something that you can take advantage of when, yeah. when you're when you're making a, um, a yeah. film all right well let me let me get to my drink real quick well uh i also went with the the red devil that Bo explained earlier which uh it was one of the the, the funny things when i saw his text come across with his picture i noticed he was missing his orange juice so i had to point it out to him <laughs> uh, so uh it was funny i saw the ingredients and i'm like i know that drink um i went with this a little bit different reasons than Bo did uh i the the red devil to me was uh was rarely represented in this is because we get uh you know we talked about uh benjamin uh poindexter dex the uh uh who was bullseye he played he 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 had his own daredevil costume right so he was the red devil and he was daredevil and, and causing mayhem and then we we also had our normal uh matt murdoch uh daredevil character but he was back in his original kind of uh, you know, uh, dollar store uniform there with just the mask and stuff like that, his black uniform. And the two of them were fighting, and it was kind of like the devil with inside Matt. He's fighting himself and stuff like that. So I, th I really wanted to kind of play up that devil advocate kind of thing. And I like that. Uh, but also, when I read the ingredients, it made me think about this show in particular where 
not only is it Daredevil in the name, but when we get to this, it's not just Daredevil on the screen. We had we had Foggy, we had Karen, we had Kingpin, we had uh, Dexter. Uh, we also had um, the the FBI agent. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name offhand. Uh, Ray Nadim. Uh, Nadim. Nadim, yeah. Nadim. Uh, you know, we had all these characters that really had story arcs throughout this, and this this drink has many different ingredients and it all comes together for a final pretty decent you know collaboration to to make a decent you know drink and so this is what the show is to me is 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 all these different lanes that we're going down with all these different characters and they're kind of interwined but they're also on their own uh and uh they all come together to make this really great uh season three and so that that was part of the reason I went with this one, just because I like the ingredients. Once again, it's a it's a one and a half ounce vodka. I went with a sky, or not sky. I went with um, blue Tahoe blue because I, I really like the Tahoe blue and I like to support nice. it because it's local. Yeah. Uh, nice. Some peach, uh, one and a half ounces of peach schnapps. Uh, one and a half ounces of Southern Comfort because I had the bottle because I had it for something else and I was like, Oh I really? I got that, which, funny enough, it took me until I was 50 to ever have Southern Comfort, how, to, how I did that. Oh, Probably because wow. I, I, I didn't go to real college, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it seems like it's a college real, type drink. Real college. <laughs> I, I, did, I did a year of uh, JC before I went into the Coast Guard, which is a whole different story. Uh, I did one and a half ounces of gin. I have a, I had some Seagram's extra dry gin that I'm trying to uh, make a dead soldier. So I was like, oh, yeah, this this will help me get some of this emptied. Uh, I'm almost the, done with my bottle of vodka for that reason. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying <laughs> one, to more vodka, one more vodka drink and it's gone. Nice. <laughs> Uh, uh, two ounces of the triple sec and then two ounces of orange juice, which I almost forgot on the way home. So I had to run across the street to Target uh -huh. to grab that, which is funny because now I got a, a full half gallon of orange juice that's probably just going to sit there for a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I that, actually, lasts, that lasts a while, though. You're okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I got actually the use Quattro on mine. Yeah, I should use Quattro on mine because I don't have triple sec. Oh. I use, we use I Quattro. got both. Just, yeah, sweeter, we, we it, like. Yeah. Yeah, we prefer Quattro because we have it for um, we prefer margaritas. Mm -hmm. So yeah. so it's basically the same thing. So that's what we have. It so is. It's just that's it, the one minor difference between our two drinks. Though. It is. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and the difference between triple sec and Quattro is about fifteen dollars. So right, <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and so, a couple uh, inches, true. a couple inches of yeah, pinky it, as well, right? You know? Yeah, pinky out. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could have gone and I, and I could have gone full on. Uh, we have we have like a half size bottle of Grand Marnier. So I could have yeah. gone. I mean, that's that's another fifteen dollar difference. Exactly. Yeah, you could have went really pinky out. Uh, yeah. And then I did the grenadine to color. It did, I I say that because uh, the first time I put it in there, I didn't put enough, and then I was like, oh, it's barely got any red color. So then I did. I added some more and got it. Yeah. The taste is actually pretty decent. It, it's um, growing on me. It was very medicine-y when I first tasted it. Sorry, we're 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 comparing. It's like we're having a food show right now. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, go ahead. That, but <laughs> keep in it, mind when when something medicine-y starts growing on you because you've dr been drinking it a lot, that's a warning sign. That, that is a warning sign. <laughs> you might be drinking too much enough to where it's numbing the I, the effects. It of says the, it right on the side. Taste buds, hey, you know. <laughs> I, I I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. All everything was fine. So, um, you know, she's like, this is going to be a short appointment. Everything looks great. So I'm celebrating. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the, the, the medicine taste, when you when it starts to become normal, the, it says that right on the side of Robitussin. I'm not going to tell you why I know this, but it does say that on the... <laughs> anyway, say? If it starts to taste normal, something's wrong. <laughs> uh, no, but... Uh, uh, 
Yeah, no, I, I won't go into my my childhood when we used to drink Robitussin for fun. But oh. anyways, uh, this this has this a Europe. yeah exactly. This has a kind of um, a, a, a fruit punch Kool Aid taste to me um, with a little bit of a kick. And my wife actually nailed it. She said this this would be good if you diluted this with some like sparkling water, like some club soda. Mm. You know, about about a half dilute. She said this would be really delicious because once again she. You know, it, once grenadine's in it, she automatically gets that that medicine-y taste. I don't get it as much. Yeah. I, get, I get more of that Kool-Aid taste. I guess it's just how we grew up. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's just – so I agreed with her. I was like, yeah, this is, it, it has a little thickness to it. You you dilute that with a little club soda, and this could be like a mid-summer's hot day kind of pitcher drink that really fucks you yeah. up. So. You, know what? you know what I think it would be good? Um, one, of, one of two possibilities – um would be either sprite slash seven up something like that instead of just a uh, like a some something like a sparkling water club soda yeah. or whatever or like prosecco yeah she actually mentioned like a lemon truly so that you don't lose the alcohol content well that's like the prosecco that what i was thinking like that's okay. that's the prosecco is like oh it's prosecco i didn't realize prosecco prosecco is the alcoholic yeah it's okay. kind of it's, it's like sh- champagne it's bubbly like, it's like champagne it's, but it's i think I was it's, gonna Italian. Say it's, it's it's italy's answer to champagne yeah, yeah. got it yeah. yeah i don't know that cause it's a little sweeter too <laughs> yeah right it's well actually if your pinky stays down it's actually it's it's cheaper than any champagne i've ever seen so maybe it's something you should <laughs> it's, actually, it's it's nice again it's the, again it's the dollar value nice again all the all the italians i know get it for christmas it's like a my sister-in-law gets like it all the time drink yeah yeah my sister-in-law brings yeah. it all the time for for uh holidays all right now that we got prosecco i mean there we go <laughs> <laughs> now now that we got our drinks out of the way or, or we're, we're starting to get an hour in an hour in yeah it's not that late uh, i want i want i want to say something about your point about the ingredients all kind of reminding you of how the characters intertwined uh together to kind of bring this series together this was 13 episodes, which is, you know, we've talked about the number of episodes uh, getting a little long in the tooth. I did not find that with this this uh, series. I thought it was so well crafted. It's almost like they took extra time writing it, making it really well. Every episode seemed to fit, seemed to move to yeah. the next one. I, you know, I watched it for the first time this last week and I finished it, you know, Sunday, I think. I mean, I was, which is crazy usually i'm like wait you know you know it's it's tuesday at midnight and i'm like oh crap i'm gonna have to watch the last I thought episode you said, during work i thought you were gonna say wednesday at 6 30 on 2x well, well <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't do that on disney as as uh, noah pointed as, as noah pointed out that's yeah. a great point yeah but, but this is this was so well crafted that yeah. it never felt like it was yeah. it was uh had filler or anything you know i do agree with sure. you to, to a point yeah. there there was uh one episode Episode I thought was kind of filler a little bit, and it was the Karen backstory. Yeah, but uh, that was such a good one on its own, and I bet a lot of people really enjoyed it. Maybe you didn't, but uh, which episode was that? Karen's that backstory. Karen. The episode Karen. actually oh, called, called Karen. Yeah. Do we See, know I've, what, what number love... it was? I'm sorry. It's like ten. Yeah. Oh, okay, She's... gotcha. I, I really love maybe. her character, so I, I like that episode, actually. One of the best my, my scenes notes on, is when my she... My notes on that... Oh, go ahead, Steve, sorry. <laughs> well, I was just one of the best scenes is when she confronts Fisk and has that yeah. kind of confrontation. And so I was I was happy to find out more of where, you know, who she was. And I, I was, it was... It was surprising, but... I do like I, Karen as a character. Um, 
but I don't know if this this added to the story as much is is my only thing. Like if if we had to cut this to ten episodes, there that would have been the first thing that I would have went after, personally. Um, not to say it wasn't a a good episode overall, but to me it did seem kind of like filler, in, in the overall. I mean, yeah. but there's I, also a lot in the okay. front, the front, the first three episodes with Matt and his, his moodiness and his, his yeah. church, you know, laying in the bed and all that. There's a lot of that I would have cut too if I had to cut time on this. So it's not that I was just going after, you know, character specific. It just, for the overall story, that is one that I, I didn't think really let, it didn't add to the story as much as it gave us gave us some character aspects of Karen and, and I, I agree Karen is a, is a great character um, and the actress is phenomenal um, but I, I just was I, I think you're shortchanging yourself by by, by yeah. removing something like that I think I think that's it, it, it accentuates it it gives it it gives it depth and I want to I want to no no I, I'm with you on the, the so, I, I thought the episode I thought 13 episodes worked in this I, I wasn't at any time like we have been in the past where it's like uh that could have been eight what I'm saying is though is I don't think all of them hit it out of the park I think the first episode was kind of there was some dullness to it but it was getting everything back into the Karen episode there was a lot of it that probably like wasn't adding to the overall story I'm just saying in in all 13 episodes and none of them were like oh my god i i fucking will never get that hour back but uh in that case though there the to me it was one of the weakest episodes as far as story overall but the the karen the karen yeah the karen in in probably the first episode it's it's kind of like i don't know the early the early side of the season is a little rough with Matt. It's like, uh, yeah. you know, the woe is me and I'm so, you know, it, it, it it's a little hard but to But that's stop. kind of his deal though, right? No, it, it plays into the story, but it, it's also not as interesting to watch. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, you need it for the overall in the end. Um, and I, and, and I will go out and funny enough, I will say that uh, Matt Murdock, Daredevil, was one of the weakest characters in this whole series or season should say season when you get to the end of it uh like when you when you really weigh in the beginning with him and his struggle with his loss of power and his loss of faith and stuff but it it's a story element so i get it but it's 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 strange it sounds like we're we're approaching this so negatively it's in, every comment we've made is, I, is and and maybe I, every comment I, you guys have made i don't think so, i made a negative well, comment yet well i okay so i don't mind the negative comments i think they're worth exploring but i gotta say this is the best season on netflix i have seen so i have that in my notes too um i have that in my notes the exact same thing so, okay i i i have okay this is the best netflix series well, the best I'm, Netflix Marvel series. I I, I was yeah. meaning this season, you know. Uh, so yeah, this season, right? This yeah. season, yes. Um, Sorry, season three of Daredevil is probably the best of the Marvel Netflix series for sure. Um, yeah. I would put it right up there. I I I think it's as good or better than season one of Daredevil. I I definitely believe it's better Close, than yeah, season yeah. two. Yeah. Um, I like. I really really enjoy uh, Jessica Jones season one. And also both Punisher season one and two, which we haven't yeah. got to season two of Punisher, but I think it's on par with those. Uh, and there's there's moments in each that 
highlight and go above any others and then there's also overalls that go below others so it's kind of this mm -hmm. like if someone said you can only pick one and which season are you going to watch realistically i might pick punisher and and yeah. but but if i didn't pick punisher i might pick season three of daredevil like those are the two I would go with, but that's a personal choice with me. I haven't seen season two of Punisher, well, so I, I mean I can't well, I can't really say that. I want to I want to back up real quick. Sorry, I, I just want to say one quick thing. We were we've gotten away from episode ten, which is the Karen episode. The, the the only comment I've written down for episode ten is that it's definitely the most depressing episode. Of, oh God! Yes, it's definitely the most depressing episode of the entire season. But that's all I had to say. <laughs> which is, which I, is I just, a big thing to say because this is a very dark season, especially yeah. with where Matt has, you know, completely thrown his. But it's his so depressing. Faith yeah. out the window and and doesn't really, yeah. And I, well, I was gonna say um, when you were saying if you only had one to watch, for me that that's not an academic question because we had warning that these were gonna leave Netflix and. I mean, we hoped and thought that they would go to Disney Plus, but there was no guarantee of that. Yeah, but you they know, wouldn't was... disappear from existence. They go somewhere. I mean, maybe. like they could have gone to they could have gone to ABC. They could have gone to Freeform. They could have gone like there's so many apps out there that that Disney, ABC, like all those companies own. Yeah, like it I know. It could have gone to ESPN three. Like who knows where it could have gone, right? That's true. I mean, but the they thing... own all those companies. Okay, my point being, I don't have all of those services. So yeah. Okay. Was, I got you. And I was like, I would, I would have to track it down. I would have to pay money. So I was like, yeah. I, I have. So we, I was at the point where it's like, I have just enough time to watch one series, yeah. and, and it's like, I, we still had Iron Fist, <laughs> um, Jessica Jones, Punisher, and this, and yeah. I'm like, which do I care about? And it was Daredevil. So I. Yeah quick watch the third season before it left netflix and then it went you to don't netflix have disney plus, plus. So. Oh, okay gotcha uh, yeah i did we didn't it know wasn't that the guarantee. At the time. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right i gotcha okay so right. and and i because that's of of the the bunch of them that's the one that i really like i wanted to see what happened you know i, I agree with you uh it is it is one of the better rewatchable ones too yes um uh i i have watched uh the the season two of punisher and i know it's coming and we're, we're gonna we're probably gonna hit that after we finish the movie section um just good, because that's good. what's coming yeah. up next um and it's one that i really enjoy but it's also i i really like the punisher character in these shows and stuff like that i i was never a, i'm not a big i'm not a punisher comics fan I'm, I'm not like oh my god the punisher he means this message and all this but i really like what they've done in in this netflix series with him so I really enjoy this. But then again, I was a Daredevil fan in the comics. I, I, I have read Daredevil, and I enjoyed him and, and the stuff I have seen. And I really like what they've done, too. So it's really – they've done incredible jobs with these characters. Um, you know, it, I, I didn't know Jessica Jones. I did know a little bit of Iron Fist. I did know just a tiny bit of, of, of Luke Cage. But I did know Daredevil, and uh, I like what they did. Matter of fact – Funny enough, uh, I know after we did, I see, think season one, I went back and started reading some of the uh, Frank Miller uh, comic series that was Daredevil because I heard a lot of people talking about that, and I was like, man, this is so good, so <laughs> good. Uh, there's a Kevin Smith series apparently too where he 
He uh he does not do good by uh Karen. <laughs> he he uh he yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Um I don't want to get too into it cuz I don't know the, the the full details. All I know is that he treats her pretty badly and and she's killed by Bullseye in in that series. And and so this is this is some of what happens in this season 3 is pulled from that series and and people say it's really really good, but it's also really dark and 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 gritty too. It's like, oh, Matter of fact, there's the scene where uh, Karen, uh, it, it's the scene in the church, right? They attack by Bullseye in the, the daredevil suit uh, in the church. And uh, he throws the billy club at Karen. And then all of a sudden, the, the priest steps in front of it. Uh, in in the comic, he kills Karen with that, bu- you know, uh, yeah. the, the billy club, daredevil's billy club in front of daredevil and, and Karen bleeds out and dies in daredevil's hands and stuff like that. So they took that story and they kind of, they kind of switched it a little bit, but I mean, they still killed someone super important to, to, to Matt Murdock. Crazy. It makes me want to go read, read that run of, of uh, daredevil comics, you know, put out by uh, uh, Kevin Smith, which I, to me is just crazy too. Like I know Kevin Smith as the director and I love his movies and stuff like that. The, the skew of you, um, uh, universe and stuff. I, I really like those movies. I I know he's written comics, but I've never actually went and gone and read them. And and from what I understand, he's pretty good at it. So, do you think that whole uh, uh, dark side of characters, like we saw with Matt Murdock, with you know, you you called it the woe is me, but it is it's it's tough sometimes because it's it's very dark and depressing. Do you think that translates better to comic books than it does to on screen? Because I think you talk oh. about Frank Miller, you know, these and the Dark Knight is such a big, you know, in the DC world. But these are again very dark. We did the same thing with characters. Daredevil. Okay, yeah, that's. But I mean, my my point is that in comic books, people are drawn to that kind of dark, broody. Um, uh, I think it holds different. It, and, it and holds it, a different context. In, yeah. in the comics, I don't think it translates as well on TV. And he, in here, you're right. You're right. It, it. I thought they did a good job balancing it with story, and they didn't just kind of get you stuck in his his dark place. I thought they did. There was a lot of that, but it was accentuated by how they told. They continued telling a story, and 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 often the friends were constantly trying to to uh, you know find ways in 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 interesting ways. It wasn't just. You know, it wasn't just uh, well. I mean, you know, sappy we, TV dramas. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, this this special edition on right. this episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I. But again, I don't think I think I don't think you see that problem in comic books. I think a lot of times the the dark broody characters are people are are drawn towards. Whereas on yeah on series. Well, we, we get it in comic books. You get a lot of the you get a lot of the context, right? Because you get you get thought bubbles and you get you get context outside of uh, almost narration and stuff. So right. it's a little bit easier, and you don't you don't get the actors portion of the the acting the woe is me which can get kind of annoying so yeah you, you don't get their baggage like what we did the you know the batman uh and oh uh, right right you know, and and you know you, it's hard not to look at at uh, sparkly vampire boy and uh, and not kind of <laughs> roll your eyes a little bit when he's got i the am the batman <laughs> yeah so <laughs> But so they bring that baggage to the character, and you can't get right. Around. Right, That's right. Just sometimes the way the way it is, where you. Don't <laughs> <get it. laughs> True. Uh, um, 
And that's and that, well, I mean, we start with the beginning of this. Like, the, I think it's the first four episodes where it's Daredevil is back, but he or, or Matt Murdock is back. Uh, you know, we get the the opening, which I thought was interesting because is is there was uh, one podcast I listened to, and it it's kind of a hard podcast to listen to. I li- I like some of the stuff they say. I just I don't like the way they say it. They're kind of annoying. It's it's a, a husband and a wife, and she kind of annoys me. But anyways, they were complaining <laughs> about how how uh the beginning of the the show it just blows up and shoots them out of a you know a storm drain and and they just pick them up in a cab and take them to the priest and they went on for about 20 minutes on this This is like i'm like they're just they're just trying to find a way to get this going it's like get you know really if that's what you're going to spend you know 20 minutes of your hour and a half podcast on you're just wasting my time i i get it It, how how do you make them survive that it's comic books, right? You just write it off as their comic books. Realistically, if we look at this, yeah, he's got these these more than human powers because he can see with his other four senses minus his sight, right? He can smell, hear, taste, and feel the air to they, know. They, they got to figure out a way of transitioning from what was the, the, the mess of Defenders and get it back into a real, yeah. you know, well-written uh, series. <laughs> so, yeah, you, how do you tra- how do you transition from that without kind of this, having this to, was, to you this know was, pull this was, that yeah. hundred pound? This was early. <laughs> this was all the early '80s movies, shows, and stuff like it's like cliffhanger. It's like oh, everybody blows up. No, they all they all found a cardboard box to hide in that was a, a, a bulletproof and explosion proof. It it was just one of those. It's like, and now let's get on with the story. And so I, I buy it. I mean, here's the other thing: is Matt Murdock. Uh, you know, they never come out and say it that he's he's a little bit tougher than the average human because the guy takes a. He's definitely up. stronger. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, He's got yeah. some some super strength powers, which I don't know where he got those, unless it's from like well, it gave the I, turtles their big. See, that's what and, I'm know, thinking. Their, it's I I don't know. I didn't read the comics, but and they they don't say it in the show, but I kind of got the sense that yeah. the chemicals that made him blind also gave him a little bit of vulnerability, a yeah. little bit of extra strength, a little bit I mean, of durability. Yeah, not, Maybe yeah, there's some adamantium s- in there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, something, he's not something. he's not Spider-Man. He's not like throwing cars or nothing, but No, no. But he's he's looking up he like huge faster. chunks of he's picking up huge chunks of concrete. Like I, I have like he's oh, picking oh, up shit. like <laughs> the co- sarcophagus. Are you talking about that when he just moves the top of it over with his like yeah, uh, when they when I mean, they high, I was like, no, no, that's a little heavy to just be moving when you're inside, dude. I'm sorry, but right, there, exactly. There's I mean, some other stuff with that. No, I think he did. He does have some some powers, and I mean, we'll get into a little later too. The bullseye character, you know, uh, Dex Poindexter, uh, you know, he he's got a little more than just aim. Like the way he's throwing shit, it just. But anyways, I mean, it's comic books. That's that's what it's supposed to be about. It's not just. Hey, this is a normal guy whose senses are heightened. No, no, he's got he's got some special shit. Like, yeah, for sure. He's blind and he's boxing and kicking a dude's ass. Like that's. Yeah. I mean, I'm not blind and I'm like I have trouble sometimes knowing what's coming at me, even if you tell me, you know. So it's it's it. He's got some special powers, and I think it it, it goes to his durability. So him surviving the explosion, good. I'm good on it. 
But it, it really set it up. Like, they take him back to, I mean, this is where we get a little bit of, uh, of character development from him that we, you know, we find out he, he was kind of raised a little bit in this, this uh, orphanage church. You know, he's got this, this huge connection with this priest where, you know, he's kind of his anchor to humanity a little bit. You know, he's, he's talking to him and, and then, you know, the, the nurse uh, who, who ends up being uh, Maggie, uh, Sister Maggie, who who uh, ends up yeah. being his mother. Oh, the other uh, I wanted to point out. I forgot to point out when I was making my drinks. That was the other one I was going to go with. I found a Sister Aggie drink that I was like, really, I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to change that up. So I love the fact that you guys pointed pointed her out because that was the other drink I was going to go with because I, I really liked the fact that she was in this. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot a lot of character development for them in the first the first couple episodes not only that but we get foggy and karen also have some character development with you know right. uh foggy and his his uh his continuous uh sh goal to bring down fisk the right way right i mean yeah. he is he is the one guy that never alters from his course he's gonna do it by the law 100 percent and 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 I got to give the guy props. And, and uh, I know in the earlier two seasons, Foggy doesn't get as much credit as he's due. But but, but this season, he is he is killing it. Like, he is such a, a powerful character compared to the yeah. first few seasons. Uh, it, it, it's, it's so amazing. And then Karen with her in, investigation skills and, right. and how she's doing things. Uh, and she goes on her own little journey, which is which is very interesting, which I uh, I like. And then we get, uh, you know, Nadim, which you, is our wanna, view. I just want to throw a comment about Foggy since since you passed him up. I, I found that that character, his, his portrayal lacked the, um, um, the, the fact that he was running and, and getting so many people on his side, I wanted some more charisma. And I had a hard time kind of buying it. I, I like Foggy. I just, I didn't see the charisma in the performance. You wouldn't vote for Foggy? Um, I didn't see, I didn't see it in the performance. I, so I, I would, I would, I so believe that's Foggy 100%. See, I'll tell you this. I did, I did think that whole, uh, that whole side story about him running for DA is yeah. exactly how like city politics goes, mm -hmm. you know? Like him going and like yeah yeah I, I agree I thought the, the storyline going and talking to the police yeah. union going and talking to the church you know I, I mean I agree. that's the story that's how sense. yeah yeah that's how you do it and and to be honest it's like it's not always charisma sometimes it's just being Honesty. being ever being everywhere and talking to as many people one on one as you possibly can the thing mm -hmm. I I saw in Foggy was to me he is that uh, he. He was the Boy Scout, right? Yeah. He yeah. is he is the embodiment of just pure, you know, truth and 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 believability in everything. Like he's that kid that you don't believe would ever tell a lie. He's just that you know, right. like. <laughs> it, it, but he has like, though. Well, I know, but he has. But he's he's that kid that you you had as a friend that you came over and he could tell your mom or dad anything and they would believe it because of who he was. Right, Eddie Haskell. He's Eddie Haskell. Like, he's Eddie like, Haskell. <laughs> oh shit! Right. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, he's not as bad as Eddie Haskell, but I thought his brother. Yeah, he's more, I thought his he's brother more like had the Beeb. Charisma in this. I he's like more that. like the Beeb. Yeah. 
He's he's more like the Beaver. Like they all believe him, but the Beaver's a little little on the you know he's on the south side when he needs to be. He's he's yeah. gonna he's gonna lie to go sleep over at someone else's house and tell his mom he's he's somewhere else and she's gonna believe him. You know, but right. that's that's what I got out of Foggy and and I love I I really enjoyed him this season more than I had in the past seasons. I think he played a bigger part. Uh, you know, he he actually contributed to you know the downfall of Fisk and and uh just the outcome in yeah. the end and 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 he also he i think he was the reason that uh you know matt murdoch really was able to to pull out of this downward spiral essentially that he was in yeah. you know uh, I, yeah. I don't i don't think if foggy would have been the way he was the whole time i, I don't know if matt would have done it and so I, I'll, I i'll say this too sorry i i the one thing you know you talked about character development Looking again at my notes, um, <laughs> it's it's this series. I think also has the best character development of oh, any sure. of the other of any of the series, and I think far and away. Like I think you were just getting ready to say that, but far and away, the best character development I think of any of the the Netflix series for sure. I mean Netflix and Hulu and like all those. Like I, I mean, you know, you got to throw like obviously like. I mean, you Inhumans, go. Inhumans, Defenders. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the other one? Uh, Runaways, stuff like that. So I, I think I mean, you put, those. You're right. You're right. Well, even the Disney ones. I mean, you even got. Uh, I mean, we talk about Wanda. You know, WandaVision. And, yeah. The, the, I think Hawkeye. It, they, yeah. they rest on. They rest on the fact that you already know the characters. They yeah. they don't develop the characters much further in the series. Certainly, I mean, I would have loved more development. I mean, talking about Hawkeye. I would have loved, I mean, they developed it pretty well, but they could have done so much more development with, um, what's the girl's name? Um, the, his side, uh, that sidekick. Hey, yeah, Kate hey, Bishop. <laughs> I don't think it's a sidekick. I'm more of a partner. Yeah. I think sidekick. I would say sidekick. Oh, she's, she's no Robin. She's, she's no Robin. She's Robin. He even said she's a better shot than he is. She's no Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh just a personal note. I wanted. Uh, I was going to send it out to you guys. Uh, I believe that Hawkeye is uh, been uh, greenlit for a second season too. Oh really? Oh really? I, I hadn't heard that. That's I, great. I had not heard that either. I, I saw that recently, and I was like, "Oh yeah, um, nice. I, I'm down for that one for sure." Um, yeah. Hopefully, they uh, get Linda Cardellini in a little more. I think would be great. Like get his get his wife in there. A I lot think more. they were kind of setting that up. I, I think with, so too. Yeah. Um. I want to get back into this and, and talk a little bit. Uh, so one of the other, uh, the big points of this was um, we get uh, Bullseye or or Dex or, or Poindexter. So did they ever call him Bullseye or did you guys just know that? Or did you I just, I, that? I, I until that until you said it today, I had no idea. Okay, so I know yeah, that I because of comics. Yeah, okay. I don't think they mentioned it because I kept waiting for them to... They never like they, call him it, but they Because they, they, they finally highlight. started because they finally started calling Fisk Kingpin. As his a, code name, yeah. The, as his code name. And right. I'm like, okay, finally. But the very and, the very but, last shot of this of this series is focuses in on his eye and it's got a bullseye that's kind of drawn oh. in his eye. So that you know, you're you're they kind of set it up that way. It wasn't. It wasn't like a long stretch to think this isn't bullseye. But uh, oh, you know, well, his how, power, no, totally yeah, his, yeah. his abilities, yeah, yeah. But uh, his was, abilities from get go was was on point yeah. as yeah. far as bullseye. But, uh, I but know they never it was, referred uh, to him that way. Yeah. 
it took it, like the the first scene where we see him where he saves uh fisk from the the attack in the the transfer yeah and was one of those in <laughs> he well okay so the cool part about this one and and i didn't realize it until the second time is he does one of those ricochet shots in in this scene he shoots a pole and shoots the guy in the behind the wall and i was like Oh, I didn't even see that the first time. <laughs> oh, but knowing yeah, it, I, I was like, oh, either. my God. But no, you, knowing it from the comic books, and not only that, but so uh, if anybody had ever watched the Daredevil movie with uh, um, uh, yeah, Affleck. I mean, of course I did. Uh, Colin Farrell. It's a superhero and, movie. Of course I watched yeah. it. Oh, I did too. <laughs> Colin Farrell played Bullseye in that, and he yeah. was off the he chain. He was fantastic. Ridiculous. He so fucking well, that's great. great. So we had Ben Affleck who played Batman and yeah. also Daredevil, exactly. and we had Colin Farrell that played uh, Bullseye and Penguin. And then, <laughs> yep, exactly. They're, 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 oh, they're, right. <laughs> so uh, he played it a little more comic booky, where it was, he's a little more crazy than he was Cocky, in this yeah. one. <laughs> little, oh. little more loony crazy. Where this one, he's he's a little more just psycho crazy. One of the things that uh, I noticed, and then someone else brought up, and and I, I started to think about it. The audio of this season is is really incredible where they 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 use the audio to tell a story. Early in the season, uh, Matt Murdock is dealing with um, issues with his powers where he can't hear out of one ear and things like that. And yeah. so someone was saying that they were listening on uh, headphones and literally no sound was coming out of the left he uh, headphone. Oh, interesting. Um, so that they were really doing a, a POV hearing wise for, huh. for what Matt was doing. And one of the things I noticed in, in, um, I went back and checked a few things. So you, it's really noticeable in the last couple, like four to five episodes where, where bullseye or, or Dex is losing his mind that every time they kind of have him sitting there with no sound, there's this buzzing sound the droning. And yeah. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. interesting enough, um, because my wife is now a beekeeper, uh, I know that sound very well. It is literally the sound of fucking bees just buzzing. Oh, interesting. Oh. And, and we so know that sound from growing up. Nina and I do. <laughs> we had, no, we, we had a, uh, we called it the bee tree. Uh, there's a, it's called a linden tree in our yeah. backyard. And linden trees are one of the, like, favorite every, trees, favorite yeah, trees every, for every bees. Every spring they get these little tiny yellow flowers all over them. Yeah. And bees... There's so many bees. Love there's that. like a hum. There's this hum in yeah. our backyard. There was this hum in our backyard every year growing <laughs> up. And um, yeah, so I I know what sound you're talking yeah. about. Anyway. Well, I noticed it right away with him and I was like, oh, and it, it's the representation of him kind of when he's losing his mind oh. and stuff like. And if you go back, apparently that, that noise is there, but it's super low in the beginning and they amp it up each episode as he goes a little more, a little more crazy. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. It's interesting you're bringing up the comparison between the sound of, that Daredevil hears with his with the audio and then also this droning sound because I found that the character of Dex and Matt Murdock were very similar in how they were shaped growing up. It's just kind of they went different directions because if you look at yeah. Poindexter, you know, he kind of, he had a rough childhood. He was thrown in with, uh, you know, he lost his parents. He was thrown into yeah. orphanage, orphanage. And got, you know, and then ended up with, with a, with a, with a couple really close 
father figure that, well, he ends up, you know, it, it goes a little south. But then you look at Matt Murdock, he kind of had the same deal. But uh, yeah. and so and so when they become, you know, when it's Daredevil versus Daredevil, there's a lot more to it than just someone dressing up in a red Daredevil devil suit. So it's funny you bring that up. Uh, I didn't think about this until I heard someone talking about it. And uh, it made so much sense later on is that Daredevil on Daredevil fight. Right. You know, you got you got Dex yeah. in Daredevil costume and him. It is Matt fighting his inner demon. Yeah. It's Daredevil yeah. fighting fighting what he could have been and fighting against what, you know. Absolutely. What, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh fucking metaphors. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's so crazy. And I was like, damn, that's so good. Uh you brought up you brought out Dex as, as the orphan and yeah, that's a perfect I didn't even think about that until you just said it too. Yeah, they, they did. They they mirror each other and so uh Bullseye is a daredevil villain. He he is probably one of the biggest uh daredevil uh adversaries in the comics. He, you know, he's he's one that just is after Kingpin. There. No, no. Kingpin is actually more of a of a Spider Man villain, uh essentially. Oh in the really? Comics. Yeah. yeah. Daredevil is his his biggest nemesis is Bullseye, and it's one of those things. Is Bullseye's whole idea is is he really wants to fuck Daredevil up because he's the one guy that has kind of bested him. He's the guy that made uh -huh. him missed. He's the guy that it, it, he seems to not be able to hit with his his you know throws and stuff. So he goes out of his way in a crazy kind of manner to really go after him. So this is this is right up that alley and you know we got that cut scene at the end where he's getting the uh they i don't know if they said it directly but in the comics he got adamantium uh spinal replacement and stuff like that really uh they they name dropped the doctor who who invented that which was what gave it to wolverine and stuff like that and then that's you know so they really are following the comic book iterations of of bullseye and daredevil in that in that they really set up him to come back and be a big villain and a full-time villain and and i'm down for oh. it because i liked it uh the one thing i i i was a little i wish they would have given a little more background into uh bullseye's abilities and as far as like i understand that he's got great aim but He's throwing things a little harder than normal people could throw. Like, I mean, he's doing some little backhand things with a pistol and knocking people out. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can hit them right on, but I mean, you can't throw it that hard. Just hey, they so, set up, they set up a pitching mound for him in his own living room. So, uh, or in the. <laughs> Well, okay, so that no, was the I other thing. No, that, I know. I think it, that was all part of the flashbacks. That was, I was yeah. just joking. Well, no, that, right. that, that was like the blended. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> it's a little comic book accurate, too, in the fact that he had a baseball career growing up, and he was badass. And the idea is in the comic books, he was a uh, – he had pitched like nine point or two – nine point or nine two-thirds innings. Like he had one out to get for a perfect game. And he decided, uh, instead of the coach pulling him out, which is what they did in the show, and then he, he throws the baseball and kills the coach, he got bored and he throws and kills the batter. Oh, wow. So, Because he wanted to leave the game instead of getting the no-hitter. So it's kind of, they changed it a little bit, and I don't know which makes it better, you know, which makes it a little yeah. more crazy. Uh, well, I, it, it plays I to mean, him being crazier by, <laughs> by making him do it. He's also, crazy with a capital C. That's what I also have in my notes. He's like. Yeah. Also, I think. Uh, having having a child actor that would oh. would have involved doing that with a child actor, where an adult, you can say, 
all right, pretend you were hit by a ball and killed, and you tell the story. <laughs> and it's like, and they're like, yeah, maybe. Yes, maybe, I, yeah. I did, I did this at Juilliard, and then you tell a kid uh, to do it, and it's like, it's, it's a big thing. You know, we yeah, also, I, I, we also Rain Man, Rain Man, Dustin Hoffman, where you know you can count <laughs> the toothpicks when they fall onto the ground. Maybe that's kind of like that's a, a side effect of being such a dysfunctional. You know, having having this this uh, I, mental break, it gives you better accuracy, or at least somehow that. I, well, I think I think it's it's a little more than <laughs> that. I think it's I think it's got they've got to cure it up as to superhuman. Not only that, okay, he takes a fucking beating. All right. There, he's got a, he's got a little bit more than just your normal uh, uh, at, attributes in in uh, def, like just taking a beating because him and Daredevil when they fight he's kicking his ass back. I mean, we you know Steve, I've hit you a couple times pretty hard and 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 you know you've you've gotten up, but it's like I haven't hit you like Daredevil hard when we right. sparred and stuff. I don't know if I could take that kind of beating either. It's it's like. There's, they both have a little something more than the normal fighter. Like, like, you watch that shit, and that's, I mean, they're taking more beatings than MMA guys that, that you know, like. Yeah. I like. But I they're prefer, like they have super. I mean, they're superheroes, though. I mean, I, they're, I prefer it when they play. Well, that's down what I mean. Superhero. Is, I, I, you know, every every time you see a character like this, they amp it up a little bit to make it a little bit more superhuman. And I prefer it when they do the opposite. When they try to find real world ways of just making them more grounded. Um. Like, I yeah. like how they scaled back Daredevil and his abilities because, you know, he had the ear injury and stuff like that. So when you saw these big fights, it was a lot harder for him. You know, he didn't have the flippy moves and stuff like that. He's really struggling <laughs> to do it, you know, and I, and I probably gave, you know, I know Charlie Cox did a lot of his own stunts for some of those long takes and stuff that that, oh, that, no. that probably that. a lot. Well, I know they did some swap. I saw there's a long take. They, there's like that 10 or 11 minute shot. So that, that prison, the prison, the prison fight is supposed to be a one take. He's in a lot of it, but there's there's a couple spots where you can see he goes behind yeah, the yeah. table and then another person cut. Well, then he comes out. And it's like, oh, they just switched. I, you know, I think it was clever, clever done. But I think uh, I think. I think it, I enjoyed it more how they played it more realistic. Uh, the, the fighting was a little bit more grounded. It was. Um, oh no, it is. It, it's not. It's not. It's not like Iron Man, Captain America fights and Hulk fights. But, but the but still, the Bullseye character was a little overdone, and I wish they would have scaled it back as well. I well, his his overdoneness was more with his accuracy and throwing and right. how hard Absolutely. he like like yeah. like when he was breaking glasses with rosary beads. I'm like, sorry, man. That's that's 20 feet away. You're not throwing rosary beads through glass at that. I don't care how accurate you are. I, I will say this based on. I I I'm not opposed to that actually happening because if you think about to the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck, he killed a lady with a peanut. Yeah. Okay. That was over the top too. I'm just saying. Like, uh, that's what I <laughs> but mean. Okay. That proves. I mean, that's how accurate he is. He can hit. Okay. Like, accuracy is one thing, but but getting something to physically defy, you know, physics is another. Okay. Like a I bet rosary. You could do it. I bet you you could break a glass with a rosary bead. If you had enough strength. Well, and power on the glass too. I mean, we're not talking about windshields. Okay. We're okay. About... Here's the, here is my biggest my biggest problem. Yeah. Right. Uh, when when he kills the priest, wait, Noah has a problem with something. And, yeah, uh, I do. Anyway, I, go ahead. I, 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 I'm, I'm, hold me back. We've, we've reached that portion of the show. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So this this is my biggest problem, and it, it has to do with bullseye, and it has to do with his his accuracy versus power versus the 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 physics of it. He put a blunt 
object through someone's chest and through someone's uh, neck uh, just by throwing it. Uh, there's no accuracy involved in just making sure that it's going to find the, the weak point in uh, a neck. Not only um, that. Just, not it, only no, that. No, no, no. It's, it's literally, it is literally but accuracy it embed, based. No, no. It's embedded. literally accuracy based. But it embedded. can find the weakest point. It embedded. But, but, but it embedded. The, but you're talking about when father, when the father jumps in front of yeah, Aaron, right? And he, so, it, yeah. So what was he, what was he accurately aiming for? Was he accurately Aaron. aiming for? Yeah, he was. He was Aaron. aiming for Karen. So someone jumps in a, a foot in front. It's not going to have the same. Uh, it was. It wasn't a full front, but I mean, just but, okay. Well, here's the thing: is we're talking about an inch, inch and a half thick, uh, rounded end, blunt <laughs> uh, baton uh, that doesn't have the power to break the skin and embed itself a couple inches deep is my only problem with, with human power. Maybe he broke it in half before he threw it, and so it had... No, I, I, here's, my, here's my problem with it is, is that there were certain... I, I, I understand that, that uh, Bullseye has that accuracy. He would also have to have the 100% the knowledge of every uh, molecule on that person's body to know where the weak point is and all that. And know uh, if someone's going to jump in front because that means that becomes... So that, my, my only thing is, is that he has he has more than normal human strength to throw these for sure he does I okay mean, but that's all i'm saying is they don't really they don't really dwell on that and they don't really talk about it. and even in the comics they don't really ever talk about it and that's just my only point is like why don't you guys just make him some kind of mutant where that is part of his thing he's got a little bit better strength because to put a blunt object through pliable skin is my my biggest problem was is when he got embedded in the chest now, the one where it hit people in the forehead and, and knocked them out or, or cracked the skull, but it did embed in it, I'm, I'm good with that. I can see that. Or if you had a sharp object like the glass and the, the you know, things that had a sharp object a little bit more, I believe that. Well, when you throw something backhanded, you know, with like a six-inch uh, movement and it goes 12 feet and knocks someone out with a pistol, uh, you, you got to have a little more strength than that. I, I it just is one of those. Do you think if someone, talking, if someone took I'm, like a shot of, of, of something to, you know, an upper of some sort to make, um, you know, rage become a rage monster. I mean, li literally in our right. world, not in the superhero world, but in our okay. world, do you think someone can increase their strength in a, in a situation that might make that more realistic? All right, let's look at look, let's look at actual physics in our real world of yeah. uh, what's the okay. fastest, what's the First fastest, What's the fastest all, thing? Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> you can't apply every all the no. physics of a real world to well, a superhero I'm just movie. I know. I'm just saying though, but that well, they try and do this, and it's kind of real basics, right? It's it, they they rely on real world basics, but with some extra stuff that's not real, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's take baseball. Pitchers, right? They wind yeah. up, and the fastest pitchers are in the high nine, uh, 90s, maybe breaking 100, right? Those guys yeah, wind the up. The fastest pitchers are low 100s, he says. So, yeah. Wind up full arm throw with a full step through, okay? 100 miles per hour. You know, yeah, yep. you could kill someone with that ball if it hits them in the right spot, or you could probably embed something. Now, that's a full wind up. He's doing this shit with six inches of a flick of the wrist. You're not getting that kind of exactly. power. You also got rotation. Keep that in mind. That's that's going to add something. The rotation. Six inches. Of, six inches of just, rotation okay. is not enough to to grant that much power and speed. I'm just saying, 
the physics don't add up. Now, I understand that we're talking superheroes, and, and this is where I, I can put my disbelief on the shelf and say, you know what, I get it. But just talk about it. Just say, yeah, he's probably a fucking mutant. His his accuracy and in, in his and he's yeah. got some little bit extra strength all comes from he's probably a mutant in this world where they can't call a mutant. He's enhanced. Yeah, I was whatever. gonna say, yeah, it's. I mean, they're yeah. But they're, they don't even do that in the comics, which is which bugs me. Like yeah, Hawkeye, I, Hawkeye is is the same way, right? He's got accuracy, but he gets his strength from the bow. He's not putting a bottle cap through him in his head. He's he's turning on stereos yeah. with a bottle cap, which I believe. You know, he's not putting a bottle cap and killing somebody with a peanut across the room kind of thing. So it yeah. it's one of those things. Yeah. Is, that's that was my only like. Did did you kind of harsh? You, did you see the physics somewhere? Did someone try to rep, try to? No, but I bet you there's somewhere out there. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I, curious because because I mean I I hear you saying the physics don't add up, a, but but you also said you, you, you spent a year at, at JC, so I don't know if you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I am a wannabe engineer, so I kind of play with physics. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, I, I look at that a little bit and go, mm, yeah, no, that ain't right. But yeah. you're right. I, I only I only have a little bit of JC uh, knowledge. And uh, that first year was none of it. OK, that first year was uh, literally like <laughs> you, you hear us saying JC. That's our local community college. I don't know if they're called JC's around the, when, the, the in college, California. So. They are. Okay. They are Junior called college. JC's in California, just not around the rest of the country okay they're called like in in i don't think there's ajc's in pennsylvania <laughs> but they're called community colleges so. okay yeah same, for, same thing for, our, same for thing. our listeners just in case uh that's getting yeah no well, well done steve <laughs> our, our international listeners need to get some you know a little little clarity on that of course yeah um no it's it's where were we? Sorry, we got we got sidetracked, Steve. You, well, you, yeah, our host uh, decided we were, we were, to take a bathroom I mean, break, but but uh, we, we were, were talking physics. Well, we were, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we're just ta we we're talking about how a lot of the people in these shows seem to be superhuman, but they're never described as such. You know, right. and yeah, and I don't. I mean, like I'm, I'm it's it's it's. It's it's like a comic book thing, you know. It's a, it's almost like it's comic book physiology. Yeah, and we and we touched on that in the beginning. We touched on that how this is, like, seems accurate to the comic book kind of like feel. I think the most right? successful yeah. so if this most is successful accurate to the movies and series are the ones that try to ground these characters in a believable way. And so when you do get a little over go a little overboard with in, unless you're going kind of more of a comic I, comic book way I mean, or comic way I mean, like Deadpool way, or, you know, but but otherwise in a way it's you nice kind of in a way you kind of have to otherwise nine out of ten episodes of Daredevil would be him recovering from being yeah. beat up. You know, right, I mean, they right. could never, you know, everybody right. in, in these shows gets, gets, you know, takes beatings. And it's like, yeah, in real life, you're not getting up from that anytime soon. Yeah. But, yeah. And Dex, he's been, you like, know, he gets beat up and he's got a bandaid on his head. And then in the evening, it's the bandaid's gone and he's healed, you know, <laughs> you know, so. Right. I, did, I just well. wish they would have dealt. I just wish they would have talked about it a little bit. Um, I, I hear you. I wanted yeah. to. I, I want to get into um, some of the other stuff too. Uh, the Whisk, uh, Wilson Fisk character, right? Um, through most of this, we 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 have a lot of him. Um, 
really talking about his love for Vanessa and that drives everything. And, yeah. and, and then he, get, he gets himself out of prison. Uh, we gets, he gets into this hotel penthouse and, and everything. And we find out that, you know, he's got a secret room and it just, the setup and all this is like, they really play out how mastermind type guy Will Fisk is but they do it in a subtle way that you almost have to read between the lines to understand. Right. And we get the, we get the, the payoff later on in the season where he's got most of the FBI in his fucking pocket. A lot of yeah. the cops, a lot of like, just, you know, he's still running shit and it's, it's crazy I, how it I, goes. I thought that was, I thought that was a great payoff. I thought it was cause it, they had just reached the point where I'm sitting there saying, how is he doing? How is he yeah. getting away with all this stuff? Right. And then you find out he's, you know, mo you know, all these people in the FBI are on the take. And yeah, you know, Nadim's they, boss so, blows that guy away right in front of him. You know, right? Yeah. When uh, <laughs> that yeah, that scene, oh, yeah, uh, that was rough. But I, but that was the scene where you're like, oh, that's how he does it. Wait, okay. Although they, and they, and they and did then, foreshadow and, it when they walked in and they had the plastic all on the wall. We're doing some. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, oh, yeah, someone's did, going down did. here. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, thought the played, same thing. They, but up to that point, they played fair. They there wasn't. It didn't seem to come out of nowhere. It was like sometimes there'll there'll be twists like that on the show, and you'll be like, I'll be like, he's paying well, off the FBI since when? But when they when they revealed it, it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I mean, all the this, pieces fell into place. And there. even how he played Dex, and when he finally takes out, or her, you know, Julie, the the one that he's, oh. uh, you know, he's creeping after. He's he, he's doing some pretty, you know, wrong stuff. But uh, but just to see that that footage that he's just watching as she walks in. What are you guys doing? Boom, and they take her out, and that's it. It was just like so sudden. And, and okay, he so he here's the thing: I didn't even notice that uh, either time that that was her. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that until someone actually mentioned that in a podcast I was listening to, and I was like, "Oh, I, I mean, you get who you, you think get frozen wasn't was at the end. Oh, I guess no, no, I knew I knew who it was, I but I didn't realize it was that that those those guys in the hallway uh, that iced her. You know, you see that scene and it goes by so quick. I just didn't realize it was her, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I mean, the payoff for for Fisk and his thing is is incredible because through the beginning you see. A lot of stuff you're kind of like, wait, why? How's he getting away with this? And and I mean, we get yeah. the the prison, the prison where they shank him, right? And we find out that's a setup, and you're like, oh shit, okay. It it pays off so well in the end with with when they come back and say, you know, he's he's got all these FBI agents. Uh, the one that really got me was is the Dean's boss, right? The the scene where he goes to her house with the other FBI agent or whatever, and and goes to talk about it. And he starts talking and she's in the background and he goes, he goes, yes, there's, there's compromised agents and the look on her face for that second. And he goes, yes, it's Poindexter and this, and, and, and then all of a sudden she kind of like, she lets this emotion go for a second. And you're like, she thought he was going to call her out. And I was like, like, I didn't see it the first time, but I noticed it the second time I watched this, I was like, oh my God, like so good. They they yeah. did such a good job that you almost have to go back and watch all of the scenes with FBI agents to really see 
how much inlaid that that plan is with him and how much he controls him which okay real world aside right real world you got to go um yeah no that that's i i gotta believe that's bullshit i really hope that god that that people aren't that fucking you know easy to to manipulate uh but comic book wise you're like yep that dude's a boss he owns everybody i mean we get the grand jury they they know about it at 12 o'clock and it, they're supposed to redeem you know re uh reassemble at four and he's already got all the names of all the jurors and some guy memorizing them to tell him that you know he, he already has all their fucking families on fucking point and yep. it's like i i thought it was interesting how at the beginning too they sh- they showed him more as one-off stories they showed how he corrupted decks they show how he corrupts uh nadim in kind of more intricate ways and then when you just see them all kind of piling up and you see them all over the place, yeah, they're a little bit more two-dimensional, but but you get that there's more behind the story, that all these things are these these crazy plays. It's not like he's just paying people off because that's, and, you know. And yeah. again, you, you could see with Nadim's story, you know, if, if you... He was the harder if, if one you, for me to believe. See, but I thought it's like he has a family and he wants, you know, and... I, I get his, that. It was know, a little too much that. for, like, too much in the past. Like, it's like he went three years back to say, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna get this guy's, you know, sister's uh, health care cut, so he has to get in debt. You but know, it was... Well, he's probably planting a lot of these seeds ahead of time, not yeah, knowing how to Yeah, I was going to say, them, it's... Yeah, I mean, but, I... Yeah, I, I think that made sense. I mean... Just like Foggy's logist- family, you know, they did the same thing. Yeah, logist- logistically, I'm not sure how... <laughs> That's... He, how how you would do that but i mean in in the con- assuming he has unlimited money and a whole that's, army of people who are who are you know that's the they, hardest part to believe is, is yeah the long game that he plays on everybody is is so such a long game he has to be thinking you know he has to be uh, it, dr strange with it with his eye of agamotto to see the future kind of shit so yeah, but but I mean, it all starts small. I mean, everybody has a thing, you know. Everybody and he, and he, has a, and he hires these an emergency, too, yeah. and well, well, and okay. and, he, and a lot went, of and a, well, and a lot of people, I think, would take small amounts of money or a small favor, and think, oh, this is no big deal. It's just one time. I won't do it again. And then once you have that hook in, well, okay, can, let's. Let's look you know. at Foggy. Let's look at Foggy's family real quick, right? Yeah. He started that before Foggy was even anybody. Before Foggy was really on even on the radar, he he started to manipulate the family with the with the deliveries not happening and then the them taking the bad loan from a fucking fake bank kind of thing, right? Before Foggy was you know basically looking at, oh someday Foggy's gonna be somebody. Foggy didn't ever start out to be like if you would have went back. No, but I, until but I, until but, like, I but I I don't think he was he wasn't necessarily picking out Foggy directly. Why I would mean, you go was, after Why would you go after a local deli then? He's probably going after everybody. Yeah, it's, that's it's, like it's, that's it's, how organized you crime put out loans. Does it. Like you you, you yeah. basically right. you throw out you your, know, your your line and I, I, I'm you just start, saying, you like, start like, like, like you know you go he, he's he's in Hell's Kitchen so he just like. He has his hand in like every business problem. He's got to be bigger than health. What do banks want to do? They want to loan out money to as many people as they can. And what happens? Right. 
all those people now have to pay them back. And, you know, the more people you loan it out, it's not that you're after, you know, you just you want to build up your 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 empire of people that owe you. And and then you can yeah, start manipulating I mean, and turning the screws when you see something <laughs> loose, you know, that needs to be I tightened. Mean, have, have you, you've seen you've seen the movie The Godfather, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And it's yeah, well, and it's like I, you know, so one day, and this day may never come. I'm going to ask you for a favor, yeah, and and right. it's like he but just he just has, it's just the, he's at the depths that he's done it though. The amount of money he's investing on probables is kind of ridiculous, and, 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 and I get it. it. It sets it up as him as the ultimate fucking bad guy in but, comic books. It works. I'm just saying, if you take a real life look at it, it's a little hard to believe. I, you would I, hope. You, you would hope disagree. We got organized crime, though. That that it is, uh, it does happen. I mean, I don't. I mean, not quite at this yeah. comic book level, but I mean, I think that's how they. Play. That's what I mean. Is the level, the level plus, that he's and doing. And plus, if you if you've got a family business, it's like, yeah, Foggy's a lawyer, but everybody else in his family is a butcher. Yeah, how do you help and, people on drugs? You, you know, give them so, a little piece. So you have, taste. so yeah. you have this whole, even, you have this whole, ahead. you know, the whole, the deli and the and the whatever it is they're doing and there's like 40 people involved and he only had to help he only had to do it a couple times well, and, it's I don't like, think and now he has like i don't all think there's people. 40 people yeah. i think it, i, would, I think I it's just say, mom dad and a brother and, and yeah foggy. but i but, but, you know what? i would but, i would i would i would argue i would argue that maybe not in like pure white hell's kitchen like the the foggy is like the whitest of white, right? I mean, he's like, like his whole. It seems like his whole family is just like you know they're not, Irish. There's they're no Irish. corruption or whatever and all that. They're they're just Irish. You don't have to call it white. It's just Irish. Oh, they're they're white, <laughs> yeah, but... Irish or white. But I guess my point being is that now, <laughs> right? My I guess my point being is that, um, like. If you go anywhere outside of the U.S., like think about like I'm sure like Colombia, Brazil, Venezuela, like all these countries, I'm sure this is what they portray in in Daredevil is like elementary school level crime compared to the kind of stuff you're seeing in some of these oh, like drug okay. drug countries. So so why not why not just like kind of it's it's almost like a blend of those two things. It's a blend of the high crime in in drug cartel countries with like a scene that people in the u.s can relate to i guess is what i'm i'm I, thinking i get i guess i i mean i don't know maybe maybe i'm uh, uh i try and put blinders on too much to real life then if if this is the case because i i just think it's a little high you live in that. santa rosa dude it's all right I mean, yeah, I, I lived in I lived in California my whole life. Not to say that California isn't corrupt because there's a shit ton of corruption yeah. too. And and but I don't believe it's uh, mom and pop stores are getting fucking shaken down by banks all the time. And not yeah, the Fourth Street Deli's not getting a shakedown from the local uh, you know I, the the local I, gangster. I would hope that's not the case, and that's that's where I was saying. I hope not either. That's a good. This guy, is a little anyway. high, <laughs> little but, high on the case. But you're talking about. Like New York City, and it's just—I mean, get a this rope. is, huh? Pace Picanti sauce. Do you know what he's talking about, Nina? No. Oh. So Pace Picanti sauce. There's, no. uh, they're sitting around the <laughs> right, fire. Right. Oh, right, right, and, right. And right, they look yeah, at the yeah, salsa, yeah. and the one cowboy goes, "New York City, <laughs> get the rope." <laughs> uh, well, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, they there were. 
everybody knows like who the crime families are in New York. I mean, the the ones on Daredevil are fictitious, but it's like okay, we, it's like if you're in New York, it's like yeah, it's you know. It's I mean, look at look at look at Goodfellas, right? Look at Goodfellas. Yeah. Goodfellas is I, like I'm doing air quotes here for people that don't have video <laughs> feeds, based on a true story, but. Yeah. There's a lot of that shakedown stuff going on, even with the police, okay. even with the I corruption mean, of the police and all that kind of stuff. I think it's gotten less over the years, and they've they've arrested a lot of people. But I mean, Unlikely. I remember most yeah, of the corruption I mean, has moved to Washington D.C. Well, yeah, right. But yeah, a couple <laughs> hours south. Uh, but but I mean, I remember in the '70s. I mean, there were there were things like they were they were paying off judges, and you know, and it was a it was a thing. Frank yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah but i remember that i mean i remember they they paid off a judge and it didn't take a whole lot of money it was like a it was like a few hundred dollars yeah let's not go to let's let's not let's not digress to how little it takes to pay somebody off right okay but still i mean i think it's you know, maybe it's a little exaggerated, but I don't think it's hugely exaggerated. Yeah. I mean, it's stuff like this I happened. Agree. I would agree. And happens. True. Yeah, sure. Especially, especially in, I mean, in a lot of the, these like immigrant neighborhoods are very insular. You know, it's, it's, you know, if you're in the, you know, they're, they're not necessarily going to, you know, they're going to go to their, their families or or the yeah i i agree yeah i was i was i I guess for me i was it was more of a hope that this is very exaggerated and stuff um and in very comic book and in 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 granted we like to we like to uh in our comic books have everything at extreme measure so i it's more of a hope to that um it probably it probably is to an extent i think i think wilson fisk is portrayed as a lot more um, is a lot smarter than your average. Well, the, the, he's also guy. he's also looks to be the one pulling all more of the strings than probably would typically be the case. It'd probably be more well, like yeah. a like a pyramid yeah. scam where you got someone at the top, but he's not right. involved in all the the little the little people I, where it seemed in this one he he may have been. They got to live up to the code name, the kingpin. I mean, he he literally is <laughs> yeah, is pyramid in, scam. He, yeah. in the in the yeah. comic books, he is the one that runs everything. He is the criminal mastermind uh, that of New York. Of New York, uh, probably yeah. even bigger than that. I mean, in in the comic books, he is a much bigger figure. And, I mean, and he also has a uh, I don't want to call it a superpower, but he is very uh, a resistance to uh, damage. I mean, uh, oh my god, yeah, you know, he never, yeah, like yeah. I mean, you could. It seems like you could drive a car into him and he'd be okay. And, and like, he has that very kind much of that, yeah. And but I mean, I mean, we talked about this, and I think when we talked about daredevil before i think he's a great example of a character it's like what do you have you know you have a character that one is extremely intelligent yes and forward thinking and also has no ethic you know has has no morality whatsoever and so so when you have this combination of you're very very smart i would would disagree with that but go ahead what's that well i would disagree that he has no morality well, I mean, I mean, when you when you have someone who's extremely intelligent and willing to do just about anything, 
to get ahead. You know, yeah. He, but he does have morality when it comes to his um, girlfriend. Like, I think he has. Oh, okay. I want well, to talk about I don't, this. I don't, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. But I, I mean, I don't know if it's morality so much as, I mean, in a way, it's, it's his selfishness. Like, he yeah. wants her. He wants her and he will do anything for her. But that's sort of a that's sort of a power thing. That's sort of a power. He would have a he would have a perception of morals from his perspective. He he the morals that whatever morals he could kind of develop for himself, let's call it, or whatever morals he could portray for himself, he has that so he could so he could look good in her eyes. That this is true. I mean, yeah. Now that you bring it up, yeah, the whole thing with the with the painting. Yeah. Where she's like, you know when he went and he talked to the woman and she's like, this was stolen from my family and now it's back. And he's like, you're right. I can't take it. Even though he really wanted it. Yeah. Well, but, that's, like, a, that's a level of morality. It's a level of morality, but I don't know. It's, <laughs> I mean, he's it's, not like high morals. He's I, not, I was going to, I was going to say, not, but if he's it's not Tom Hanks, I mean, let's just no, say that. Like he's no, not, <laughs> he, <laughs> I mean, but okay. True. But it's he's more Walter of, White. <laughs> yeah, he's not Walter White, but in terms of, in terms of uh, getting ahead, uh, in terms of getting ahead in in his business, <laughs> he is. He yeah, is. he has he Sorry. has no compunctions. He has no compunctions about so, murder. He has no compunctions right. about yeah yeah yeah. Of course. He, yeah. So here was something. But, in, in but interesting. I don't know when you're when you're sorry Noah uh, when you're a criminal to that level, like I think I think in your mind you have like a perception that you have morality but it's your i think i think he thinks he's got a moral compass i think he has a true moral compass is what he thinks i don't think he thinks he's a bad person i think he thinks oh no 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 i think no i think fisk 100 percent believes he's a bad person I think don't about think he it. Does. No, no, no. Here, there's a perfect example of it. Do you it. think Thanos thinks he's a bad person? Well, we're not talking Thanos. We're talking. No, about I don't. No, I'm just no, making I, a I, comparison. I think it's a valid comparison, and and I don't. I think Thanos thinks he is fair, but I believe I agree with Noah that Fisk here's, believes here's, he is bad. Perfect. But he's perfect also example. in wait, love wait, wait. <laughs> and vulnerable. Wait, 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 but wait. I think he thinks he's bad, but he wants to be good. So let's, that's let's your Noah's coming. Let's hear Noah's I think he wants to be good. No, well, no, what's he his can't am- talk anymore. Sorry, you're done. <laughs> what's, his, <laughs> what's, his, what's his ambition for of goodness? I mean, it's okay, I got, to get I got the this. girl. No, no, no. I got this. I got this. Here's okay. 100%. And this is why you're wrong, Bo. So there's a scene where he is getting ready for his wedding and he's putting on his, his rose and he looks in the mirror and what does he see? I'm going to ask you right now. I don't now, remember. Do you, I mean, I, he sees himself. I as watched the, this fucking three months ago. I have no idea. He watched it. He sees himself as the blood covered kid with a hammer in his hand after he just killed his father. Yep. Right. Even though he's about to get married and put it on a rose, he still sees himself as that fucking kid who killed but his father. But why did he kill his father? It doesn't matter. He still sees. No, no. Himself. Why did he kill his father? I don't know, cause he was fucking uh, a shithead. To protect it, his it, mother. It doesn't matter why he killed his he father. He killed He's... his father to protect it, his mother, and that's morals. He was protecting his mother. That's why and... he killed his father. Okay, so why did he kill everybody else in New York? None of them were attacking his mom. <laughs> I. 
we could go one by one. Boo yeah. I don't. Boo yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm talking I, about. Just because I don't have an answer doesn't mean it's no, not. No, no, no. Doesn't I mean, mean you're right. Just because I, mean, I don't okay, have an answer okay, wait, about wait, wait, the wait, history wait, of wait, King wait, wait, does not no, mean no, that you're no, right, Noah. I, no, no, I, I am. But hold on, let me let me go deeper <laughs> into this. <laughs> let me go deeper in this. He even says in there, he's in so much in love with Vanessa because he sees the good in her when he knows right. it's not there. Oh, That's morals. No, no, no. That's morals. When he says he knows it's not there, it's what she in sees in him. Yeah. Yes. He sees himself as a monster. And she so can, and, and he says, you can still love me for what I am. And not Boom. only that, she's, she's, in, she's intoxicated by it. <laughs> you know, she even levels right. up, uh, you know, when she has... Uh, yeah. So that's she, what I mean. I mean I, so, but I would, argue, I would argue that somebody that is bad, yeah. that is trying to be good... I don't think he's he is trying, trying to be, to be good. When? I think he is. When? He wants to be good. He wants when? to be good for her. He protected his no, mother. No, he no, did he good did. things. He didn't kill the woman with the painting. He did some good. Like, I'm not saying he's a good person. Trust me. Yeah, not a good he person. Didn't, he didn't he, kill the woman because he said, he said, Vanessa wouldn't, would want you right. to keep it. You know, it wasn't exactly. his, his own sense of okay. good. It was, it let, was what he wanted. I mean, that's, but he's approaching. He wants to be good. And no, that, he no, he wants no, to, he doesn't. He wants to be loved. He wants to have. He wants, he wants to be loved, and he, to be loved, he has to be good. No, he doesn't. Good, he by Vanessa. No, yeah, I, I, no, I you're think, so wrong on this, Bo. You're I mean, so wrong. I think I think we have to look at his motivation, and his yeah. his motivation is always for himself. Yeah, and and her, okay. and her that doesn't and mean the, good. That does not mean good in any sense of the way. I didn't way. say he was good. I didn't but say I he think, was good. I think, I'm saying I think he has her, a level of morals. I think Vanessa. That doesn't also, mean you're good. Wait, wait, okay. Let, let's talk. Let, uh, what's your definition of morals? You mean just your 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 life morals of what you live by, or actually? Yeah. Okay, so he we're not talking morals. About, he has he has a moral compass that he that lives by. Point south. That, is that what you're saying? Is that well? I mean, but, is, but is no, that, no, no. It doesn't. But it. But I. No, would it points that inward. It always it, points, it points out. No, it points inward. And it points inward. That's fine. But it points inward. But he wants. He has. He's a selfish person. He very. wants Vanessa. He's very selfish. He wants Vanessa, and he wants to get Vanessa to, you know, to to be with her for the rest of his life. Right. I mean, that's. Okay. That's what he would want to do. Right. So that so in order to do that, he has to make his decisions to make her happy. Okay. Right? Okay, so right. to me, that drives his moral compass. That drives his decisions. And he's made decisions to not do bad things. One, be one bad thing that he didn't do, and that was kill the no, Holocaust. Two. I, I, I'd say two. What? What was the other one? He protected his mom. Protected his mom. That was before Vanessa was ever around. Okay, so that's before Vanessa, but still, he has things he's done okay. that are oh, not wait, wait, wait. Okay, purely the one, evil. The one thing he did that was good was protect his mom. I will give him that. All right? To to protect the Holocaust survivor, that was just not letting your greed be a fucking dick. That wasn't a good thing. That's that was morals. Like, no, that's not morals. That's yeah, like what should to, happen. Like oh, your greed, hold, to put your greed on. aside. To yeah, put your hold, greed aside. Hold on. I don't I don't think we can say that him wanting to his him wanting to make Vanessa happy 
I mean, we have to look at Vanessa's motivation. I, I agree she, with you, Nina. No, I mean, that is him. So, so, I mean, I'm not... Hold on. Me, I'm, 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 he's not a good person. He's pointing... He's trying to be... He's trying to have good morals. Here's no. the thing, though. Vanessa <laughs> is... Vanessa is pretty morally suspect also. Because well, she knows... Hang on. She knows what he I does. Agree. She knows how he does it, and she is all about goes it. along with it and manipulates him to do it on her behalf. It, I oh, don't yeah. think I don't I think mean, he would, if it, I think if he, he could actually see it in Fix, Fisk's eyes that he has no care about this woman's plight in you know in Nazi Germany and stuff that he he would have killed her and taken the painting if that's what he wanted. It that yeah. wasn't the re it was all because he he, he wanted Vanessa. He wanted. He thought he was trying to say, "I want her to be uh, to approve." He wanted her yeah. approval, and that was what he, it was about. He knows. He knows Vanessa's limits, and he respected them. Oh. However, however, Vanessa has no problem with him. You know, doing all the other horrible stuff that he does, and also, <laughs> if let me ask you this: if Vanessa was a different type of person, if she was a type of person that when he began courting her, if she said, I could never love you because you're a murderer and I would never, I would never trust you and I would never want to be with you and I'm sorry, but we can never see each other again. He would have killed do you think? Do you think he'd have retired to a monastery and kept nope. bees to prove how good he was? Or do you think he might have... Or do you think he might have murdered her? I, I think murder. He would, murder he was, would have murdered her. I don't think murder was the case that they gave maybe, him. Maybe not, but he would not have. He would not have tried to be the type of person that 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 type of woman right. wanted. So here, here's the other thing. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not making the argument that he's a good person. You're, you you're, tried. You're, no, I never said no. 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 <laughs> you said I he had never, good morals. He said he could No, he was he was he's trying to improve his morals. Like he's no. working to being a okay. morally good person. No, no, what that's, he's trying That's to... what I think he wants to be. I think I in know. his heart of hearts, that's what he wants to be. That's no, just how I, I feel I, about I his character. So yeah. No, I, I think I, I, I see his face like seeing his face, the way Vincent D'Onofrio acts for him, the way the way he portrays him, I think I think he you see the the struggle in his eyes. You see the struggle in his yes, face and his emotions, and you see all that because I, I think he wants to be a good person, but he has so much evil in him that he can't be. But he okay. wants to have morals, so he's struggling to be a morally good person. I don't. I don't think he wants to have morals. I think he's intelligent enough to know that he doesn't have them. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I and think, he's intelligent enough to know. I think that he thinks. I think he thinks he's intelligent. I don't know that he's as smart I, as he thinks he, he is. He he is Whoa. extremely intelligent. That's that's I mean, actually that's, what they say is he's one of the smart. He's he's on the level of a Tony Stark, uh, uh, Reed Richards smart, but he really. Oh yeah, in 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 the Marvel. I don't, I don't see that. I mean, I would have to do some reading to to to. So here's get the me here, to be here's what is on that, but I just don't see it. Well, Criminally okay. smart, but not intelligent that's, that's well, what they're saying no no it. that's what it's, they're saying it's, it's like it's like if he, he's a super highly intelligent but he's dedicated to a criminal lifestyle is Boom. what i'm saying 
So he's not curing cancer. He's just being a fucking right. He, dick. Right. he might if, if he, he wanted to. If he had morals, and, he would be curing ah, cancer. Probably. And <laughs> and I think well well I will say this: if he's so smart, do you, I mean I don't know. Oh no no I, 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 I think I mean, that Nina answered it right there. If if he wanted to, he could cure cancer, but he doesn't want to. I don't, he's well, a bad guy. Or, he's a bad well, guy. Let's, let's, let's talk cancer, about all the, let's talk maybe, about this. Let's maybe talk not about cure cancer. But he would... Reed Richards could cure cancer. Tony Stark could cure cancer. Like, he fucking no. figured out time travel. How could <laughs> right. he not fucking cure cancer? He fucking point. figured out time travel. All right, they, all they all right. all, any of these guys would have had to go to medical school. My yeah. point is... Dr. Uh, Strange. Doctor Strange can't fucking cure cancer. He's a surgeon. Uh, he's not a. He's not wait, an oncologist. He's got the fucking time stone. He's got like. Okay, he's got Access on. to all those stones, right? We're we're we're, we're, we're getting way off far. Track. We're getting a bit far afield. I can't but, wait till the next episode when we have a movie. <laughs> but, but I think. Uh, and I, first of all, you're right. Vincent D'Onofrio is amazing. Um, so good. I mean, we could just. Have any of these series ever been nominated? That's the other thing. I think I think I a lot of the actors. I don't think so. He he. If if they revive it on Disney Plus, and he's back playing Kingpin. Well, they, I think they all are coming back. I think I think that's well. Yeah. I think Daredevil, I think he's. Sorry, and, and they're writing him at this level on at this. He's coming. He's got to be coming back. Why? Would oh yeah, he's coming him, back. Why would you they, put him in Hawkeye if he's not right? Coming right. Back, no, right? but what I mean is, if they if they write him, that's one of like, the best shows ever. Yeah, if they're writing him like they're writing him on, on Daredevil, where he's, like I thought he was good in Hawkeye, but he he didn't get to do these long, you know, conversations with right right with right. Clint Barton with all kinds of mind games, which are awesome. But anyway, um, but yeah, I don't think I think he's 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 almost. I mean, the people throw around like narcissist. Yeah. But but oh, he's, he's a kind fucking of, narcissist to the. But he's degree. but he's kind of like the very the classic narcissist. He thinks about himself and his mm. own feelings. Yeah. Other people are only important to him, insofar as how they make him feel. True. And <laughs> and on some level, he knows there's something wrong with him, or oh, something yeah, different. Yeah. Something different about him, but he doesn't have the morals to say. Oh, I'm broken somehow. I'm not a moral person. Yeah. He looks at them and thinks they are weak. They, you know. He looks at them as a power and, and not a weakness. Now, yeah. one of the things uh, I wanted to bring up is is uh, and this shows in in the episodes where Vanessa um, is almost as morally corrupt as as Wilson Fisk when uh, Poindexter She's brings. Horrible. Yeah, when she when <laughs> she. When Dex, yeah, yeah, when Dex brings back the painting after you know uh, that we get the whole uh, the case with Wilson, he tells the lady, "No, you keep it," kind of thing, and it's there, yeah. and she's talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm the new Wesley and all this," and she's like, "Well, how did you get that?" And she she visibly they they show through filming that she noticed that there's a splatter of blood on the side of the thing, and she just right. goes, "Yeah, okay, whatever, I got my picture back." Like that right there shows she don't give a fuck. She is just as morally corrupt as he is, maybe even more. And uh, for what I understand, um, I don't know this for a hundred percent fact because I haven't read it yet. But she 
actually ends up running uh, the Kingpin Empire when he's a, away in prison at some point. Oh, really? Uh, in the, in the yeah, comics. I so think that's she, right. Yeah. yeah. She's as bad as him. And we get a little bit of that when she orders the murder of um, Nadine, I can't remember yeah. who. Nadine. Mm-hmm. Of Nadim and and stuff like that, and it's just like, oh yeah. So this is this is part of the reason why why I disagree with you, Bo, and the fact that that, that Fisk is he's doing everything for her, but she's just as bad, and she don't care. And so yeah. you know, it, it's one of those things. It, they're a perfect match. They're they're both hey. fucking psychos. But yeah, no, I, they I, are. I thought, and I, thought, and I just had... good. Well, I just thought she was she was smart to recognize her her isolation even when yeah. she returned and uh, just because she could see that he was trying to protect her from his, his brutality, from his, from his, you know, from that, the dark side of what he does kind of like, you know, he, you know, he, yeah. and, and she's like, Nope, that's not how it's going to be. You, you need to tell me everything. I want to come to your dark lair and uh, watch <laughs> you bash someone's head in because it's your, it's your brutality that I'm so attracted to. And I thought that was very, a nice twist and really thoughtful writing, and uh, yeah. and then when she ordered Nadim's, you, you know, and I wonder with that information if he went back to the woman with the painting, if he would have been like, nah, you're you're you know offer and just take the painting because he knows that uh, Vanessa no no longer cares about uh, yeah. you know someone <laughs> sob story. I don't know. I just. I mean, I, I think we're going to just have to sort of uh, <laughs> agree, agree to disagree. disagree on this one, <laughs> as the saying goes, because I honestly, I honestly think he he thinks he has to be a good person I, to get uh, Vanessa. I, and I, I just he, that's just well, how I feel. No, no, no. Here's what I understand. And I agree with you that he's trying to please Vanessa. Right. But where I disagree is you're saying him being a good person. He's doing what he needs to do to please Vanessa. Whether that is good or bad is the issue, and that's where I have a problem with your statement is when you say he's trying to be a good person because I don't think he's trying to be a good person. He's trying to be a person that she will love. I would agree with 100%. Yeah, he's, with not, he's, not being, right. he's not trying to be good for the sake of good, which it seemed like you were alluding to. He's trying yeah. to be he's – he's, he's being basically manipulated by his love for Vanessa and how he interprets it. And the more he grows to understand her, right. I think yeah. so, he, he has more of an opening to be more himself because that's what she wants is for right. him to be himself. So he's, I don't think he's being more of himself. I think he's changing himself to be what she wants him to be. I don't think he even knows what she wants him to be. I think she's just, he's just trying to do everything he can to be what he is and then also be what she could want. And so, right. That's what he, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But that, he, but, but that's not being good. He wants good. to be. He wants. He. He. He I'm wants people that. to think he's good, but he's he's gonna do it in under. I don't think way. he does. I think he doesn't care about anybody but Vanessa. Oh no, no, I disagree because uh, that one of the last scenes where he comes out and he talks to the people and he's talking about he's trying to become this public figure where people believe him and he's trying to to put uh daredevil in the bad light he wants people to believe that he's a good person and that he's he, this no obstacle. i don't think he wants them to believe anything he just oh wants to be, no no he doesn't he want, want them they don't have to believe anything they just no have no to, i i actually disagree with that i think he wants the public opinion that he is this upstanding uh citizen and upstanding businessman that's got the, the city in his mind where he really is on the underhand just really fucking people over left and right so that's where I think that, that, yeah he's trying to have an image of a good person 
He, he, you know, I mean, otherwise he would be like, yeah, fuck you. I did all this shit. No, he comes out and he goes, no, I was framed by Daredevil. This guy, he has it out for me. I'm just this businessman that has it, you know, the best interest of Hell's Kitchen in my mind and stuff. So he well, wants there, the public on his hand. There's a difference between trying to actually convince the public and putting enough information out there so that the people that, you know, are working Come for on. him don't feel like, you know, the, he's just completely you know, throwing all his no, dirty no. laundry out on the street and that they have to just turn their up, turn their backs to it. That No, no. He is he is a politician 100%. I, he wants the people to believe all the bullshit he's spewing and behind the scenes he's fucking really a bad guy. I think to an extent. I just don't think he cares so much that if everyone believes it or not as long as he's got enough public opinion on his side to sell his right. his his lie, you know, his big lie. Right. That's yeah. that's what I meant. He's a politician. Yep. Yep. He, he's on his lie, and, and and he wants the people yeah. to believe him. So, anyways, I wanted to get back into uh, some of the other characters that we haven't really uh, touched on a little bit. Um, one of them, uh, I, you know, we talked about uh, uh, Matt Murdock and Harley Cox is the the actor. We've talked about a little bit about Karen Page. Uh, Deborah Ann Wall is uh, uh, playing her. Uh, we've talked about Foggy Nelson and Eldon Henson. Um, Sister Maggie was Joan uh, Wally. Uh, Ray Nadine was Jane Lee. She was in the original uh, Willow, which uh, I hear they're you know they sh- is coming back. Um, oh really? Yeah, it's yeah, going to be a series. Yeah. Nice. That that'd be kind of cool. Can we get some new shit? Do we have to re fucking like? What did you did you not like? Re- did you not like Top Gun? Everything? Did did you not like Top Gun? I'm just I'm just asking because. Uh... The second one? No, that's a that's a sequ- that's a second movie. What I'm saying is like, is well, I think Willow. Willow gonna... No, Willow's uh, Willow is a a carry continuation. On. Yeah, I don't think it's a it's a. Oh, okay. Movie. If it's a continuation, that's okay. Yeah, I, I, I believe I, it that. Made it, sorry, I made, made it sound like it was going to be like a rehashing of that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, go uh, ahead. We got uh, Benjamin. Dick. I'm fine with I'm fine with continuations. I just don't <laughs> want to do like. Like Even, Footloose and Karate Kid and all that kind of shit, right. where they redo the same thing again. It's like no, just do <laughs> well, something new. Anyway, well, cra- oh, Karate Kid, the the movies. Okay, but I was gonna say Cobra Kai. Yeah, that's right. a continuation. So, no, yeah. Cobra Kai's a continuation, but they did uh, they did uh, uh, was Jackie, it Jalen Jackie Chan? Smith? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's it what should I'm have saying. been it's called like, the Don't Kung Kid. That, that, right. that Don't called... redo the same. Okay, whatever. Okay. Literally, that should have been called the kung, <laughs> the kung Fu Kid because Jackie Chan knows Kung Fu, not karate. I, I'm just okay. saying, throw that, that out there. Yeah, all right. I mean, semantics. I, I, I can't know. argue that. I, I mean, really, I have, no, I have no frame of reference for any of that. <laughs> uh, we got Wilson Bethel as Benjamin Dex Poindexter, Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk. Um, those were all the main characters. Uh, we've touched a little bit on all of them. Um, uh, Ray Nadine, we didn't really go deep into his character. Um, I really was kind of back and forth on this this in the beginning. Like in the beginning, I was kind of like, oh, okay, why are we following this guy and stuff like that? But it, by the end, I was like, he had such yeah. a roller coaster story and in, in character development and. At part of the time, you're like, oh, what the fuck's this guy doing? And then, the, and then part of you're like, oh, you're fucking it up. And then at the end, you're like, oh, okay, I, I get it. And, and it's 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 a crazy, um, almost audience view of this show in a way that they, they gave us. And, and some of the, the, the scenes, one of the scenes that I really enjoyed was um, it, it's when they're trying to get him to the courthouse 
and uh, Matt Murdock's with him in the van, and, and they get attacked, and, and he's like, yeah, just pretend like you're leading me, and they're running and trying to get away from all these gunmen, and they're fighting their way through it and stuff. I, I, I really kind of enjoyed that. It was, it was interesting because, in a way, it's kind of like uh, Matt Murdock still trying to play the blind lawyer, but, you know, like two steps he's a blind lawyer and then all of a sudden he slips into fucking daredevil and then all of a sudden two steps later he's back to the blind lawyer and i'm like that's yeah. fucking cool as shit uh i i really enjoyed that but i i did like the the representation that he had as a character is um kind of the good guy uh uh fbi agent where you know even though he's trying to do the right thing he gets caught up in the bullshit and he goes the bad way but then in the end he really comes back and does the right thing and it, it's a very interesting flip in it where you don't get that a lot of times in movies where they they either go full one way or or, or stay the path and 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 doesn't end up well for him so it was kind of neat to see that 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 transition and how he played it out um uh great character he reminded me a lot of the the police character from dare or not dare uh punisher you know um they had the the detective or uh oh right yeah uh, you know, it, it kind of reminded me of that kind of aspect a little bit, um, but I think this one was done a little bit better. Um, yeah. Are you talking about Brad from Pulp Fiction? No, 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 <laughs> no. I was I was saying Punisher. Uh, there's uh, Madoni, Madoni, the the female cop that ends up getting involved. Oh, the female the, cop, gotcha. She, she's like a an, a special agent or something. Like that. She ends up getting shot at yeah. the end and all that. I mean, she shows yeah, up yeah. in season two yeah. and all that too. Um, we talked about Karen Page. You know, she has a, a, a crazy, you know, look, let's let's get into some of the fight scenes because it's something we haven't talked about, and we're, we're, we're getting into that almost two-hour mark here. Um, no, we're uh, into the two-hour part. <laughs> so uh, fight scenes in this, right? One of the first scenes we really get that is just over the top and like, holy shit, what we got ourselves into was the attack on the, the paper, right? The... Uh, when um, oh, X, yeah. X first shows up in the Daredevil suit and just fucking mercs a bunch of episode six, right? I yeah, think is what I have it as. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. I have he a starts, ton of questions on this one. He starts murking all these like paper people because they were they're trying to get the confession from the guy that knows. Uh, I can't remember. He was the guy that stabbed Fisk in the jail and stuff like that. And then we get the fight with uh, with this is the first fight between uh, Matt and and Dex and man is it is it just insane and just crazy like this is I would say out of all the series even probably including the Disney series uh, Daredevil has some of the best choreographed fight scenes there are you know just just with the grittiness and how realistic and and just bad to the bone they are uh this is one of them that starts it off um what, what are you guys thoughts on uh, at least on that fight scene it was great seeing the, was, the uh, old daredevil suit back I, that's all i gotta say yeah i i, I was yeah. not a, i was never a fan of that daredevil suit so seeing charlie cox uh, in the in the black one again even if it was oh, okay doing, um it's it was nice i think he even made a quote about it um i know you were asking more about the fight scene but uh but he said yeah. in an interview he, what did he say he said um oh now i can't find it but he said he said he said something like it was 
the reason why he thought he didn't need the suit as a character. He was, uh, he, he said, because he was so into more self in this self-loathing phase that he no longer needed any any protection because he kind of it was like he had he had a, a death wish and it didn't matter whether he had right. the suit anymore. So that was the way he, as an actor, convinced himself that he didn't need the suit. Or that's kind of how he saw he saw the character seeing it. And I love. I love that suit. I think that's what made the first season one of the things that made it so good. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So, and the fact that his his fight level kind of dropped down a notch because of his injuries, it just made it more. Well, wrong. yeah, he was at a lower level in this fight compared to some of the other ones, and and that's where uh, I thought it was interesting. It it was a little hard for me at first to watch Daredevil kind of get handled by this guy who we don't believe should have that kind of level of fight that he would. That, that that Matt would have essentially, but, and so but how bad were? I, that's the thing I don't understand. How bad were his injuries? Because well, like, he still he wasn't a hundred percent in his his uh, sonar reading and stuff like that, so he was a little bit off that way. This is okay. So this is another one of the the problems I had with um, the the abilities of um, Poindexter, right? Of uh, Bullseye. There's one there's one where Matt is behind a a wall, right? Where theoretically he didn't know where he was cuz he never poked his head around and he ricocheted something off another wall and hit him. And I was like, "Okay, well, Matt can kind of tell where people are cuz he has sonar. You can't, you know, uh, Bullseye can't really tell where people are unless he can see them and I thought that was a little bullshit. Uh, that was one of my first like mm, I don't know about like I, I get it if you know where they're at you can you can ricochet something off but he shouldn't have known where he was because the guy because this one shows Matt sneaking over from the other side so he wouldn't have known he was right where he was and so that one was a little bullshit but other than that I yeah. thought it was a pretty good fight well I have some problem the one problem I have with this fight scene is the end of it or near the end or, or I, I okay. recall it being near the end and that uh, was <laughs> why doesn't Karen shoot Dex? That's a good point. She has a gun. Yeah. She doesn't even pretend. Uh, so my, I was wondering if it was because he came in in the Daredevil suit that she kind of froze for that, and that that kind of gave him a second to to throw whatever it was and knock the gun out of her hand. Uh, maybe like that's what I'm. That's what I have. Like I have two or three questions about. So why does Foggy try and fight him? Because Foggy's, so Foggy's trying to fight Daredevil. So Foggy tries to fight Daredevil. Yeah. So clearly it's not Matt. Right. Because Matt would not fight Foggy. Right. So Karen is no dummy. Should realize that it's not Matt. Yeah. So why doesn't she shoot Dex? Well, okay, on the same side, why she has it... a gun? She's the only person in the whole fucking room <laughs> in New York with a gun. Why and she why... doesn't shoot the only bad guy in the room? Why didn't Why didn't he murk him? Like he murked everybody else out in the the the, the room. Why didn't he just kill Karen and Bobby? Well, yeah, too? I don't. I mean, great question. I don't know. Like, I mean, because because but... if they did that, the whole the whole season would be over in the next episode. I think from from, from your okay, question, and then we go to then, I, then it should I, be a ten episode season. I think your first question about why didn't Karen shoot him? I think you kind of answered it. The two the two things: the fact that she was probably in shock because of the Daredevil costume and hadn't figured that out, and also uh, she's, you know, we see some of her backstory. The last time she shot someone, it was, you know, it, it affected her uh, in a way, and yeah. it just 
it's it's mm. it's not always easy for characters well, that don't shoot people on a regular basis to it, it wasn't from her backstory it was I, from season one when well, she shot uh the guy seven times and murdered him no i know i was yeah. i was adding she both. shot I, she, I, sh she shot two yeah. people now right this is her this at least her third kill at least yeah well kill i don't know well if you're caught she's an old pro fight. She she's killed. She killed her brother in the accident, but she didn't kill. She yeah. shot that guy. She didn't kill the other guy. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But but no, but, but I, that's my whole thing. It's like it's like I'd have to watch the scene again. But I I I don't think it's that easy to point a gun and shoot someone if that's not your your regular go to. I that's just I'm, to me it it resonates with the character how they handled it. And maybe I should watch it again too. But the other, because, I mean, maybe that's a valid point. So but anyway. why? But, as far as why he didn't shoot them, he probably wasn't told to shoot them. He probably was. Well, he wasn't shooting anybody. He was just hitting them with pencils and staplers and and. Merkham, uh, you know. I don't know. Well, well you're. Yeah. Well, and what world does Foggy think he could beat up anybody? I mean, that's the other thing. Like, that's, that's why is he point. getting into the? Like, I know my limitations. I'm not. I'm not. Like, I don't care what the scenario is. <laughs> like, I'd probably run away before I jumped yeah. into a fight. Foggy, Foggy should make sandwiches and not fights. He really yeah, exactly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and he even said he's horrible at making sandwiches. So and, and at one point, Fisk says he he didn't want you know he didn't go into kill Karen at at that at the paper because you know oh, she wasn't you. on his list. It wasn't until you know the confrontation. So he probably had he was probably pulling strings there and saying this is who I want you to kill, you know. Uh, so that's why he didn't Maybe, kill that. Yeah. Um, and good point. Good point. I'll give you that one. Okay. Uh, uh, the other fight that I really wanted to talk about, well, th there's a couple good, there's like four really good fights in this. The The next one is the prison scene where where uh, Matt Murdock goes in and fakes to be foggy to go in and talk to. Um, right. Yeah. I can't remember. He steals his ID, right? Yeah, yeah. Which okay. also no moral compass. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have to say, I, yeah. Aside you, you, from it being a horrible betrayal of Foggy, right? Um, yeah, it was a great scene, and it's like, yeah, why didn't? <laughs> I just thought it, it's like he can pretend he can see because he has yeah. the sonar. Yeah. Why doesn't he do that? And then he did it. it he was, did it, and, yeah. and I had some issues because even even if he couldn't, you know, even if he can do his radar, he can't see his signature on a card, so he couldn't really sign in exactly right. But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, well, maybe there's a little indentation, and he can see that yeah. with the sonar, they, with the they, sound bouncing they, off they it. They never, they never look. Yeah. They never look. So nobody anyway, cares. Well, <laughs> you were you were a front desk person. Yeah, I was. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> Uh, Maybe you can so feel the this, heat of where the pencil touches the paper in the last so this, place. That <laughs> one signed kind of stands out with that heat streak, you know. So this is this is one that uh, I thought Steve would really be impressed by because this was another one that was supposed to be a continuous take, uh, something like a 13, 14 minute continuous take. Uh, oh, really? the, the whole prison fight. Uh, I know they were trying to. They're, they're once again they're trying to live up to that hallway fight. It, it has a lot of the same elements and stuff like that. Uh, we also get some story elements in this one, which was kind of interesting. Um, I was not as impressed with this one, and I also had some some issues with this one. But I I did think it had some points to it that was that was cool, and I like the I like the 
the the gonads of the director to try and do this as a single take and and like you know go for it and stuff it, like that. It, I, it, I, it almost felt everybody like wants to be. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 sorry, Steve, sorry, sorry. It almost felt like they didn't do quite enough takes to get it just right. It's like they did it a few times and said that's good enough, you know, because it came across yeah. as raw. Sometimes the the punches didn't yeah. look like they really really hurt. Uh, I was impressed the fact that he would act in between his you know his physical scenes and he could actually. You know, he's having actually pulling off good uh, he dramatic. Felt, he looked tired. He looked, yeah. he looked tired. Um, and yeah. you know, in the, there was a lot of stretches where he was doing his own stunts there too, and uh, good for him. But I agree, sure. it didn't quite come across as sharp as sharp as some of the some right. of the other ones. But I did enjoy uh, just the the fun of it. You know, then yeah. I tried it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, they did a they did a decent enough job. But I think everybody wants to be either old boy with the with the the hallway scene have you guys yeah. seen old boy yes nope have you the guys on the bottom on your it's it's no and steve are on the bottom of mine well that's funny that's me too uh i don't yeah. know uh i don't remember seeing old boy when you the said original, that, I thought, check old, it out uh, it's the original not, absolutely yes the original it's not easy to find it's something that i have not been able to find maybe maybe now that i have my vpn trick i can try try it that way but yeah. uh it hasn't been i i couldn't purchase it to, to watch it uh to oh, really rent it oh wow uh, this is where i got i it, you know you go and hunt for it and it says oh it's available to stream on shutter and you sign up for shutter and it says oh it's no longer available and that <laughs> That that really pisses me off when they do that sort of bait and switch thing, and and uh, they do that. Sure, a lot. yeah, of course, um, yeah. So, so I got a little. So old boy has it, yeah. So old boy has a classic. They they were that's I would say that's the. Nita, you've seen it. The sort yes. of quintessential one take fight scene in a hallway. It's, in a it's, right. It's, it's yeah. Right? It almost it almost looks like a like an old school video game because it's one long shot like in an alley. And guys, from one side. From one side, yeah. So and you're not like, like shooting it. his way from left to right through a bunch of guys. Yeah, is exactly. This, so it's, is this the one with Jeff Roland? No, 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 no. No, that's the Spike Lee one. A... Don't do not. <laughs> was it? Was do it, not was watch that one first. It's no, Korean. was the original? Was the original one Korean? Yeah, Korean. yeah. Yeah, the original one was Korean. Yes, that's the one you want to check out first. Two thousand. So it's either two thousand three. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's there. People are trying to either mimic that with fight scenes, or there's also that classic scene in um, Goodfellas. There's Ombak too, which has a nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, where he's going up that, yeah, a, that winding staircase or the winding. That's like yeah. a. It's like a 15 minute battle. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. That's, oh really? That's another. Yeah. That's another. That's another good martial arts. It's called Ombak. Ombak, yeah. It's How do you spell really, it? That, why are you asking me? Tony Jaw. O-N-G. O-N-G. Tony Jaw writing, writing a, a, an elephant, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, I actually, I have I have the Blu-ray. I might I, I can, might be able to send the, it to you. The fight scenes in that are insane. Burn it and send it to me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, the the thing, the, the other one is that, that other classic one-shot scene that, that gets a lot of sort of praise is that scene in Goodfellas when he goes into the uh, the nightclub from the, the nightclub? Entrance, yeah, when he goes into the nightclub, it's a single shot scene, and they follow him behind him with the camera, and they're like, you know, he goes to the kitchen, he goes 
through the restaurant they bring the table out like they go by the front desk like all that stuff that happens in that scene that is that is a a well done scene as well in a different way but it's like all these all these directors all these people try and kind of copy that and it's like you have the budget of like first of all you're not Martin Scorsese you're not Hitchcock, you know, all that kind right? of stuff. What about Hitchcock and Rope? You know, that was that, yeah. that that whole movie was one take. I mean, they they split it up because they didn't have enough film to fit and, you know, they couldn't do a full film's yeah. worth in a in a reel, so they cut it up into three reels and yeah. you know, yeah. but those were basically one take movies. Yeah. <laughs> or that That's, movie. There's also isn't there a big scene? I I've only seen it once and I probably dozed in and out because well, just that's how I sometimes watch stuff, but uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's a uh, Birdman. Isn't there a big long one shot scene in Birdman too? I think mm, so. Maybe, yeah. So there's a big long one shot scene in Birdman, and that's that's you know kind of the thing that kind of what I've heard took him over the top to get the Oscar nod, the Oscar nomination for it, and all that. So I mean, there's there's that kind of a thing too. So everybody wants to do like like. A lot, you know, they they have their heroes, so they want to do this one shot scene. So that's, I think, what they were like. That didn't have to be a one shot. I, I agree. I think it would have been better not doing a one shot, and they kind of went for the nostalgia well, because well, that was the the first season had the one shot, and the second season had the the well, hallway. I think it was like literally trying to pay homage to that. And, and we and did I nineteen. It, we did nineteen seventeen. That was one of our first podcasts too. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah, just yeah, remember yeah. that. Sorry, I got to throw that out. <laughs> No, that's yeah. a good one too. Yeah, so that was that was incredible. Um, there's there's two other good, really good, good fight scenes in this one. Uh, the second, or the the I guess it's the third fight scene is uh, the church uh, battle with um, Daredevil and uh, uh, Dax or Bullseye in the Daredevil costume again. Where this is the one where the priest <laughs> mm-hmm. the priest gets killed. Another just crazy fight and stuff like that and, and, and really on display. And then we get what I, I think to me might be the best fight in, in all of these series so far is is the 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 WrestleMania fight uh, at the end where you've got Daredevil versus Kingpin versus uh you know uh I get well I guess it's Dexter Dex versus Kingpin versus Matt and, and it's just this free for all and crazy yeah, if the way they kind of wound those characters up and gave them their targets and then put them in a room and how that all played out was really so well choreographed more than just you know where do you throw your punch but how do you get these characters to interact and and and, and so display the- what they're all about but at the same time <laughs> and, in a dramatic way too that was good <laughs> and they, and they were like ext- i i really felt like those that fight was particularly vicious like i really felt like these people it's like they don't want to just subdue them they don't want to just there was some hate knock them unconscious they wanted to kill them painfully so the interesting thing with this one too is is there's an added uh aspect to this where vanessa's in the room and the person who ends up saving her more times than not is is matt yeah uh saving and protecting her from um uh the bullseye from dex and it's crazy because it's like oh damn one of my favorite parts of this too is matt is in 100 back in his element he's got the 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 two batons in his hand and and uh bullseye steps back and he starts throwing shit at him and he's just knocking it out of the air and this is 
this to me is right back into the comics where one of the reasons Bullseye has such a hard-on to kill Matt is because he's one of the few guys that can defeat him with his, his abilities where he can stop his throws and he can make him miss. And he does it several times and you're like, oh, yeah, he's getting his goat. He's just pissing him off even more and just, just ridiculous. But it's one of the coolest fights because it is this kind of three-way action i mean the only thing they could have done to make it more you know wwe is is throw a chair in there and have someone hit him, you know hit him with a chair and uh you know it just it it was such a good fight for the for the finale kind of end and and uh really really interesting I, and there was a funny setup too just how he drives in with with frozen dead julie in the car you know which i know sounds really really tacky to say but but <laughs> it was it was such a it was such a an effective way of kind of pulling a fast one on Fisk and you know getting him where he wasn't looking bringing his oh. own man in turning him on it and then coming in the back door and just he it's, just goes to town this, this is where it shows he's truly crazy he pulls up with her frozen in the, <laughs> the passenger seat and talking to the other agent he's like oh yeah he's one of the good ones I think he kills him and then drives up. And then he goes and gives, the, like, the toast at the wedding. And he's like, yeah, me and Julie wanted to show our regards and stuff. It's like, oh, snap. But, I mean, so this this was also one part where I had a hard time believing because this is uh, Matt got uh, uh, Kingpin's, like, second-in-command, his 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 main uh, British fixer, dude. That, was that, that, that can make, yeah. make problems yeah. go away by... He got hit. He right. got him to fucking to flip by just throwing him over the side of the building with his leg tied to a rope. Which, granted, probably hurt like fucking hell. But, like, oh my god, like I mean, the guy probably. just flipped. well, I'm I'm sure it did. I've I've never jumped off the side of the building with my leg tied to a rope. I mean, you just, can imagine though. Yeah, uh, but he, he he flipped a little easy for for what I would have thought that guy was, and so that was a little hard to believe, but. It paid off and, and it, it works and we get our we get our WWE fight at the end and just crazy. Um, this also really kind of sets up because you know we're we're gonna get Wilson Fisk back in prison kind of thing and uh, there were a lot of people were speculating that potentially season four if it happened would have had Vanessa running running things as as Mrs Kingpin and stuff like that which I thought would have been really cool and what and, is. Know, is what we saw in Hawkeye is that is that canon is that tied to this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so so where is Kingpin now? Is where, I I didn't. That's I'll, a good I, point. I, I might have to watch that again, but it seemed like he was he was kind of in a back back. It, he seemed like he had he his his whole lifestyle has downgraded a bit, and uh, he's running. I, I, I don't know if he's as high as he was before, but it might have been just he was uh, he was just doing his Christmas party uh, tour. You know, he was he was uh, collecting from the local lo the local places, or maybe maybe he had a little gangster party for his his you know Christmas party and was you know handing out bonuses or something. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say, um, but no, it, I believe it is canon. I I. I I've heard rumor that we're going to get a Daredevil season four through Disney plus. Um, and it may be a reboot. We don't know. Uh, it's kind of still what speculation. Do you mean a reboot? So what they're saying is that they may not stick with the original stories that came from Netflix and, and use the same huh. actors, but kind of do a, 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 a new story. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a couple of years. I mean, they might have to, 
I mean, it would be easier for them to call it a reboot and try and keep it as close as possible. Yeah. You know, but I no, mean, no. if they, you know, like, like say, you know, the actor who plays Foggy has something else going on. I can't imagine what, but. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. How know. did the snap play a part in this whole series too? Because right, exactly. Wow, that's a good point. If they too. bring if they bring it into that MCU universe, that that uh, then then that needs to somehow be dealt with. We, but, you know, you know, Foggy's going to be in the new uh, Mighty Ducks. That might that might take up his time. You never know. There's <laughs> a new Mighty Ducks. There's always a new Mighty Ducks. But um, now that I'm Anaheim, I should really pay attention to that. No, no, you shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, if they if they can't get it, this, if they have to change actors or whatever, you know, they might yeah. just do it that way. But I, I mean, they had the upfronts for uh, a couple weeks ago, which is where all of the networks present their new shows. Yeah, and. Charlie Cox was at there for Disney Plus on the on the red carpet, and it's like they're they're playing it close to the vest because I I don't think they have like production people involved yet. But well, they I, don't know I, what they want to do, right? Yeah, exactly. But but I but it's I I he really really wants to do it. He's I mean it's funny because it's like um uh, Tom Holland was doing interviews for whatever he's doing now and they're saying oh you know do you think you'll play spider-man again he's like well i really would like to but he's like if they want to pass the torch it's you know we've had other actors yeah. play him and and all this stuff and then they asked charlie cox the same thing he's like they can have daredevil when they pry him from my cold dead finger <laughs> <laughs> so nice so yeah it's uh and and I follow Vincent D'Onofrio on twitter and he loves playing kingpin he, and he did and he just, you know, and, and like people were saying, it's like, well, it seems like a diff when he was in Hawkeye, it's like, you seem like a different Kingpin than you were in Daredevil. He's like, no, it's the same character. And they're like, well, he just seems different. And he's like, I'm playing him and I'm playing him the exact same way. Take yeah. my word for it. It's the same. Yeah. Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought he was the same. Um, you know, it, it, it's situational. It's like he, he, yeah. he caught him at a different time in his life. Where right, and a couple of years have gone by and there's been the snap. Who knows? Maybe Vanessa was snapped or maybe oh. he was snapped and she wasn't and she moved on. Who knows? Yeah. I figured I mean, it the was... possibilities are... Well, let, let's remember Hawkeye the was at about Christmas the snap, time. I, mean, I don't want to get too much into it. Sorry, go ahead, Noah. Yeah. Bye -bye. I was going to say, it was at Christmas time. He was out just trying to have a good time. He was he was trying to follow that good moral compass that Bo thinks he has. <laughs> All right, well, what do you I, got? I didn't say he has a good moral compass. I said he wants to have a good moral compass. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, we'll give you that. Um, all right. He, uh, anyway, I was going to say, gonna say um, there's a lot about this season. Uh, like I said, I think we've all kind of mentioned that this is, is probably one of the best Marvel series um, seasons uh, that we've seen. It, it is far and away the best Netflix Marvel series. True. I well, I would even put it up against a lot of the Disney. I mean, mm -hmm. I I actually enjoy this. Agreed. One hundred percent agree. I mean, I I love the Disney ones. I I really do. There's not there's not a bad one. Um, and I think this is is on par with them. It's a little longer, so it takes a little longer to watch. I mean, we're talking thirteen episodes, about twelve hours at least. Um, where you know the Disney's are are six to eight. Uh, so a little bit shorter, quicker to watch. Sure. Um, yeah. But 
story-wise, this has more than than some of the I, others. I, I I'm actually nervous about Disney trying to take on another season of Daredevil and doing the Disney way. I'm not a huge fan of the new Disney series. I think I think they have elements that I like, but I think overall they're 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 Disney, <laughs> you know, and you can you get a sense of that. They don't quite uh, pull off the the grounded feeling that the Netflix uh, I, series had. Well, so it makes me a little nervous that that Netflix was gonna... definitely grittier, definitely grittier, more more adult themed, more more. I, you know, I, I like mean, that not... the way the way you compared it to the Disney ones. It almost seemed like you were elevating the Disney ones, and I'm reversed, no. I'm just saying. So. I'm just saying as far as like rewatchability. I think I almost think that. Like some of the like, I if if I had one that they said, okay, you can only watch one of these series over and over again, and you you only get one. Uh, I'm probably gonna go Hawkeye. Personally. I, I totally understand that, but that are I you think, saying? Are you I, saying all of them? Or sorry, yeah. Are, are you saying out of all of them, or out of just the Disney one? No, I'm saying Disney and Netflix and you know any other. You would watch uh, Hawkeye again? Yeah, that that is literally my favorite. Um, I enjoyed that one so much, uh, oh. as far as what, and now I'm, I'm just talking about rewatchability much like, no, you know, I, I, and we had a conversation, a we had a conversation about rewatchability and I thought it was important to note that rewatchability does not necessarily mean, you know, for me, that's not the scale of one to 10 on whether something is really yes. good is, uh, I, like, there's a lot I, of I mean, things that are, you know. Story-wise, like the depth of the story, there these Netflix ones I think have a lot more to it. Um, you know, even in the in the Disney alone, I mean, Wanda has such a huge uh, overall story change and and stuff like that. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is is has a lot more depth to it in in, in than compared to maybe Hawkeye. Uh, even uh, you know uh, Loki has a lot of like mental things that you really have to think about. But just for me, enjoyability and fun to rewatch, Hawkeye is is the best when it comes to that. Well, so and, um, and you make you make a good point because I was looking at um, you know I was looking at some of these. I was going back in my notes as you were talking, and I was looking at like my my kind of like notes on some of these series and seeing which ones were which. I think of all the ones I would likely go back and watch again. Like I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier might have the most like tie-ins, yeah, to future stuff, and that's that's what kind of motivates me to rewatch something right. right so everybody has different motivations i'm not saying what would motivate you to watch you know to watch something again would motivate me to watch it again but my motivation to watch something again would be what's the tie-in to future potential future stuff and i think True. falcon and winter soldier has a lot more tie-in to potential future stuff over some of the other series that's i mean but i mean yeah it's it's just personal preference, right? Yeah, and we'll also see now that Disney has him back. If if you know, we already saw uh, King Pain in the the uh, he was in Hawkeye, and then we had uh, Matt Murdock showed up in Spider Man. So uh, yeah. I believe that we've also seen um, the the actress that played Jessica Jones has mentioned something about being in one, and they've got pictures of her back in costume. I believe with Luke Cage potentially. Oh, really? Yeah, I think those two have nice. been been photographed in 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 Marvel type uh, costumes again recently. So uh, the thought is that they might be show up in um, the She Hulk series. 
which is coming yeah. very soon. Which I can't wait for. Hulk, Hulk is my favorite guy, and I can't wait for She-Hulk, quite frankly. Okay, yeah. so here, did you guys, I mean, you, did you guys watch the trailers? Yes. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, low budget. Apparently, <laughs> apparently they've gone back in, uh, this is a, a, a situation of uh, the, the Sonic the Hedgehog type uh, okay. thing. Where yeah, they... they... <laughs> They, they actually. Did I don't know what the, you're talking about because I have no idea what Sonic the Hedgehog. Did, did you see the um? Did you see the uh second trailer that they dropped? No, I haven't seen the second one. See, because they yeah they well they they dropped it and people are like, ooh, these special effects look horrible. That, yeah. And they're like, yeah, because they're not done yet. Okay. And they said, oh sure, that sounds like someone who sucks at special effects would say. And so then, like a week later, <laughs> like a week later, they they put out Fuck the exact, those guys. <laughs> they uh, put out it's a, it's the exact same trailer but with updated special effects, and it's like, all right, fair enough, this looks better. So, <laughs> so so Bo, for your reference, Sonic the Hedgehog, a movie came out about uh, four or three or four Two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it was right at the beginning, I think, of the the pandemic, but. Uh, um, and they originally released a trailer a year prior, and people went up apeshit over the design of Sonic. Um, oh, really? And so the he the, had he had human teeth. It was gross. It was yeah, weird. So they, yeah. So they actually oh, it was spent, worse than weird. They put a lot of money into redesigning it and redrawing the whole, you know, and re re rendering the whole movie That's with right. this new uh, new re new design, and people thought it was great, and and the movie yeah. was very successful. So one of the rare instances where uh, that sort of a decision pays off, but uh, um, where so, yeah. internet trolls actually won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they win right. sometimes, and they yeah. even had a sequel because <laughs> they just had a sequel last yeah. a few months right. back. Jim Carrey plays. All right. Yeah. I think we're I think we're all in agreement that this is a a great series. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad we've gotten to this point because now we're we're gonna start tackling uh, the MCU movies. Uh, so Fucking we, a, Cotton. <laughs> yes. right. Uh, three weeks from now, we're gonna be on uh, episode 135. We're gonna tackle Ant Man and the Wasp, the first yes. of like the last five movies, which is gonna be an incredible journey. I can't wait. Um, it's gonna be so fun. We're gonna we're gonna hit that Miss Marvel. We're gonna have to squeeze in Miss um, Marvel. Not Miss Marvel. Not Miss Marvel. It's not Miss Marvel. Cap uh, Captain, <laughs> Captain Marvel. Marvel. Sorry, bro. We're also gonna have to probably squeeze in um, Love and Thunder, right? Uh, well, we'll probably hit that when it when it releases uh, on DVD. So that'll well, be towards the end. So what gets on, is Doctor, Doctor Doctor Strange, getting released on yeah. Doctor Doctor Strange comes yeah, out Yeah, that's on, the one. Sorry, yes, that's on the twenty second. Miss Marvel, got, Ms. Marvel yeah. started tonight. Um, we also have Moon Knight that we want to get yes, in there too. Moon Knight, so, exactly. Which I have I'll, to watch. And, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 talk about that off uh, off pod and and figure out. We've got Top Gun yeah. coming next week. Uh, uh, we're gonna oh we're God. gonna tackle the original Top Gun or Top Gun Maverick. Let's we, get well, it right. We, Let's fucking dial it in, Noah. We are talking the original Top Gun. Really? Yes. Although we have both seen uh, Maverick, and uh, I, I, I will talk to Steve. We may hit that the week after. Usually we wait till people can get it on home streaming because we don't want to, yeah. you know, force people into the theaters if they don't want to go see them. Sure. Uh, I although, would love – I mean, I'll talk to Kelly, it. but 
It's fuck yes, I would it. sit in on Top Gun. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, fuck yes. <laughs> so uh, Top Gun will be next week. Uh, we have an open uh, one after that. Uh, oh, also, Bo, uh, we'll, we'll talk off air about it. We're, okay, yeah, yeah. We, yeah no the recording problem. night won't be uh, Wednesday. We'll just let you know. Yeah, so stay off uh, our oh, back when we don't post it on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want you to guys. I don't. I don't want you guys to feel pressure. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I, I know from a personal perspective. Sometimes I think I've done something. Yeah. Has it? Has it? come to fruition the way I thought I've done it. <laughs> so that's why I bring it up. I'm that's not bringing it up. It's like, yeah. where's the fucking episode? It's like, maybe I fucking hit the wrong button and no one's ever going to see it. Last week, I don't know how I was able to render that. I had so many, uh, uh, so many of those, oh. uh, what, uh, the uh, White Russians, Caucasians White Russians. Uh, that I, yeah. uh, I was really hung over the next day. That's that's unusual. But that's yeah, that's the only reason I bring it up. Like I'm yeah. I'm not like like yeah. chomping at the bit to get the episode on Thursday. It's more like I know you guys Wait, are like no, that's so, fair. Like, I know you, you have your system and everything. There, there's reason to be chomping at the bit. We we put out good uh, content, man. <laughs> oh, good, good's an understatement. We <laughs> put you. out maybe the best content of all podcasts. I mean, I mean. If you're still listening, you know, you know, our content is beyond reproach. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, my God. We just lost three of our listeners. We're down. To three. <laughs> so someone just threw their iPhone across the living room. <laughs> it's, it's Alyssa. I heard it hit the door. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right. Uh, yeah, this is this is great. This was a good one to end on as far as series. Uh, we will we will actually hit Punisher after we finish the movies. Um, oh, we will. Nice, good. I we got to. I I've seen Punisher season. Yeah, two, we. I mean, I, so, I agree. So we kind of do. So worth yeah, it. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And Jessica Jones season three, I like too. So, but we, we might hit that one too. We're, and we'll, yeah. we'll have plenty of others. We'll get. We will get all the new series in there. We got Moon Knight. We've got Mrs. <sighs> uh, uh, Miss Marvel coming up. We've got uh, the movies. We. Uh, Runaways. Runaways season oh, three. Really, really? You want to? You want to? You wanna I do mean, that, we, huh? we're gonna hey. do them. Hey, if if we're, we're gonna do them. Agents of Shield we, season three, we, we four, five, five, six, seven. Maybe in I, space, you we know? don't. We don't. We don't have to do them. <laughs> <laughs> Let me watch Runaway season yeah. three and see if I like it enough to. Well, there's a lot of new content. There's a lot of new content too that's coming. We got movies. We've True. got. We've we got, got plenty of time. Yeah, I was, time yeah, I was gonna say they're they're releasing a couple more movies this year. The yeah. yeah, this is we're we're doing this we're doing this uh, podcast until the heat Black Adam releases universe. this year. I'm looking I'm looking forward to the Rock getting into the superhero genre. Uh, so I'm a big I, Rock oh, fan. Yeah. I am actually a big Rock fan. Did you watch the trailer I, this morning? It dropped. This I morning. saw the trailer drop. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I saw it. Um, I got some questions. I got some questions. We'll, okay, we'll talk well, about we that. We can talk time. about that some other time. Um, Okay. We it, could do a whole. Th I think we should do a trailer podcast. I would love to oh do a trailer podcast. We've done. We've we done did that. Before. We did that one yeah. time. Yeah. We Just did trailers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I. It's like one of our earlies. It's like eight or nine. It's early. Oh early, so. yeah, yeah, I do kind of remember that. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for uh, for this Daredevil season three. Uh, join us again next week when we we hit Top Gun. We we may have Bo back. Uh, Nina, you're also always welcome to join on any of these. Um, Thanks. We're we're, we're gonna yeah. we're definitely gonna tackle Top Gun the original. So with Top movie. Gun, Nina, just just playing with the boys. That that might 
you know, maybe it should just be the three of us because Whoa. we got to get our volleyball on. You know, playing <laughs> with the boys. We should all. We should all. What we should all Sorry. do is we should just do the. We should just do it in our underwear, standing up, leaning against a counter. That's what we should do. I mean, no. we should be leaning against a counter in our underwear doing the podcast. I mean, no, that no. makes sense, right? I think it, I think it's wearing jeans with no shirts and make sure we're all sandy, right? You know, yeah, like maybe, playing volleyball maybe. with our pants on. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, Top Gun. Uh, then we, after that, we have an open slot. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, we should know by yeah. next week what'll fill that, and then we'll be back with uh, an MCU movie, uh, Wasp and, or Ant Man and Wasp, which I uh, I can't wait for. That was it actually. I can't wait for it either. Yeah, that's just such yeah. a good movie. Uh, and then we're gonna get deep into the movies. Um, with that, thank you for joining us. Uh, yep. If you're still with us all this time, thank you from uh, me, Steve, uh, Bo, and Nina. And uh, did, did we did we say download, rate, and review? I did at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> and I'm also going to say nine croutons. Anyway. Nine croutons? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. What does that mean? <laughs>